What's up, everybody? Quick side note this week. Uh, we made a couple mentions in the episode about how the Portland ticket link is not available. And uh, that was true when we said it, but that's a lie now. It is up. And uh, we want everybody in Portland to go get their tickets now. Palmersquares.com slash tour. Uh, Portland, get your tickets. Everywhere else, get your tickets. We're coming. We also have a special announcement in the episode this week about who we're going to be bringing along with us for the tour. So stay tuned for that. Uh, lastly... Junkyard Samurai 2. First single is officially coming out Friday, September 16th. We made another mention in the episode about how that might be out in a few weeks. Now it's happening. September 16th. The pre-save link is in the bio. Click that. Make sure you're ready for the drop. And that's it. Let's get started. Smooches. DPS And welcome to another installment of the TPS Reports do, podcast. Do, do, and do, we bang, and we bang, bang, and we bang. Shoot you in the face! Hell yeah! What? This is my new thing now. Instead of doing hell yeah, or yeah, I like doing hell yeah. Oh, little one two wow. pow, pow. How's everybody doing out there? It's called DJing. Ah, uh, the Palmer Squares back again. It's from Baltimore. Had a very fun show <laughs> out of town for the weekend. Yes, one uh, for the ages. We shall get into that. Real quick reminder, though, this weekend, Friday night, we're in Des Moines, Iowa at Lefties. Des Moines. Saturday night, we're in Omaha, Nebraska at Reverb Lounge. So make sure you get your tickets for those Midwest, and uh, we'll see you there. Platinum Elite Tour. Also, tickets on sale now for every city except <laughs> San Diego and Portland for some reason. Yo, Last I'm going to ring some necks yeah, in dude, Portland. I'm going to have a few choice words with you know the what? Jack London review. I've been following this. I got uh, a review for him. Tickets, where are they? I got a review for him. <laughs> <laughs> I've been following this uh, Instagram account, WTF Portland. Okay. It's great. It's a must follow. All right. Portland's fucked. So, yeah. I get it. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I get it. Portland, we love you. Can't wait to be there, but you're fucked. Seriously. I was watching this uh, this video yesterday that WTF Portland was just posting. Yeah. It's melee, like on a highway. This van is just crashing. In there. It's on a Twitter. Uh, it's just crashing into cars, I guess cars and people, and then multiple dudes just start opening fire is on the it? van. Yes, it is. Already. Look at people are just shooting the van. What is this? <laughs> Where are they? Is that not the, the highway? Boys will be boys. Is that not term. the fucking highway? <laughs> they also have videos. Oh, that's the it's replaying. Got it. Oh yeah. I could watch it again. Let's go. Bop, 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 bop. Anyway, yeah. point being. Portland's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we might not play a show in Portland. Tickets or no tickets, we're coming. 
Just be, just stand outside. The, that's what we want. We want a line of right. vulnerable whites Look, outside if, the door to be shot at. If these tickets don't end up going on sale, we'll just all meet at Sassy's. Yeah. It'll be a better time anyway. Fucked up, actually, as long as we're, we just shifted into uh, gunplay. My girlfriend, last uh, not last night, but yeah, yesterday, uh, had to like duck gunfire right outside her hair salon she works at Ooh. and like... It's like the second or third time I've heard stories of like, gunfire Yeah, outside right outside salon. and like, yeah, going in. So that's not fun. Yesterday was definitely like a, you know, had the picturing of Jesus. what if my girlfriend got shot fucking, right. you know, uh, <laughs> thinking about what the fuck that would have entailed in, in Chicago, my life. just as many people get, probably more, get hit with strays. So than the actual intended target. So yeah, she said she was like, you know, shielding her client and they were up against the wall and like, so like they had to do a fucking drill yesterday just because there was shots outside and uh, a guy got shot and his five-year-old kid and like right off the bat and it's just like, oh my God, a kid getting shot. Ripes. So here's the thing. Is he all I, right? I don't think so. Like, I think the kid's doing worse than the dad. And part of the reason is because it was totally gang related. And it was a retaliation. I get, you know, somebody's kid got shot in a gang thing. So now the point of this drive by was to shoot the kid, I think, as eye for an eye. What? I think that's what it was. I think somebody had a shit, a kid get shot. Someone else's kid got shot in a gang. So now they were like, so they're like, we're coming to your neighborhood now. Exactly. Fucked up, dude. I know we said some choice things about Portland, but Chicago's fucked, dude. Yeah, I'm not saying Chicago's it's any crazy. better. But the venue does call back, and they do put up ticket <laughs> things. Usually, we've had our qualms with Chicago uh, venues, but the tickets they know how to always pick up a wind phone up at on the fucking, sale at the right. desk. Uh, and yes, yeah, so uh, Seattle. Portland, all the way down. We're hitting San Fran, Sacramento, Santa Cruz, L.A., San Diego, Phoenix. We're going to be in Colorado, and we might book a few more dates, and we are bringing somebody. with Not not every single date, but most of the dates we're bringing uh, a buddy of ours, and we will, uh, we'll get into that a little later. Right. You know? so, more uh, info to come. A little teaser. You got to stick around for after the obits, dude. You got to make it to at least the obits, because uh, right. that's when we're going to do that. Big things. <laughs> big doings. On, big things, uh, man. What episode is this? Uh, two four seven, dude. There's big doings happening twenty four seven anyway. All day, twenty four seven, dude. Thank you for, <laughs> for reminding me. <laughs> it's episode twenty four seven. We talked about this. I was gonna try and find an intro song that said twenty four seven. But hoes aren't loyal, twenty four seven. So count it. There we go. <laughs> They're not loyal. Loophole. Um, Baltimore. We were there. We came. We saw. We came again in the presidential suite showers. Yep. Ooh wee. Good night, dude. So. I, we we we're not spiritual beings. We don't believe super uh, hardcore and like like uh, karma, right? It's not a thing that like dictates our choices in life. A lot right. of times, I'm but not a superstitious fella. Superstitious, superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, you know that. Um, I'll have the soup. Uh, so, a few weeks ago, the tour titling experience in Atlanta, Platinum Elite tour, terrible hotel experience. We get into Baltimore. We couldn't have had a more opposite experience. We get there, and Bishop picks us up, and we're just going to kind of kill time. Uh, first thing we did was we went to a diner, and we all had milkshakes for breakfast. Maybe not a great... I almost shit my pants. No exaggeration. When we got back in his car, it was like a 10-minute drive, and we start bumping around, and my belly's getting all yeah. shooken up with the milk. Uh, dude, I was like, Round I got to say, two to three minutes away from that being a major problem in the one pair of shorts I brought. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, Bishop was like... He was saying... Uh, they're they're going to hate me at the hotel because I like insisted because you guys had an early flight, you know, to try and get it 
of 10 a.m., 11 a.m. He's like, I was on the phone to make sure. And then, of course, we go get milkshake breakfast and uh, shoot the shit, sign some records at his place and stuff. And then we don't even get there until 2.30. He's like, oh, boy. I guess I didn't need to be Not a stickler all. about the early check-in. Not at all, but I'm glad you did. So then we get there, and then they still don't have a room. It's Atlanta all over again. Now he's got a reason to complain. And then they're like, it's 2.30, and they're like, oh, we don't not. He's also like uh, really upset about it, and we're both just like fingerboarding in the lobby like, oh, it's all good. Yeah, I was just killing. It's whatever. We just got here. I can wait. But he was like, no, no, no. I called, and I talked to somebody about an <laughs> no, earlier check-in. this is check bullshit. Um, so, aggression will not And stand. they said it wasn't until 4, so we had to wait there for like 90 minutes. And then 10 minutes later, uh, manager comes, and then I just like, I'm like, just like looking at the fucking chandelier, just dazed and then i just hear like oh we're so sorry about the mix-up we're gonna put you up in the presidential suite i just heard that and that, that's what got me out of my chair i was like what the fuck and then like I'm, and i asked like did you originally reserve like a special room and he's like no right they're just like they felt bad because you Being know who i am they don't have a room and i we did have a discussion about early check-in i don't know what a presidential suite is but i know it sounds presidential sweet. It sound, and sweet <laughs> so yeah, yeah my ears perked right up uh so Yada, yada, yada. We balled out in the presidential suite. We're Giant balling. Room. Giant fucking room. Bishop got like eight bottles of champ. We yeah. were YOLOing. I was the first one to go to bed. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Everyone was old. Yeah. Well, I guess that shows my age. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Fun ass night and uh, a lot of leftover beer. I'm trying to think. What else was baller? Oh, Dom P in the presidential suite, dude. That's right. Dom P, presidential suite. These are words we say now. This is like, this is life. This is just life, dude. It's my life. Wearing bathrobes. It's another day in my life, dude. They <laughs> did have a giant Classic tub. Dom P. I'll, I gotta take off. I gotta get back to my suite. Yeah, it's the it's the penthouse. It's the presidential suite. That's where I sleep. I just have to. It's assume, got a view of the uh, Baltimore Harbor out the window. It's I, no big deal. I have to assume like nobody rents that room. Yeah, which is what I like too. Which is is why that they so easily just gave it up? I'm always very self conscious. If we're like a sort of angry guy, he wasn't even that mad. No, he yeah. Bishop was whatever about it, but as soon as they said presidential suite, it's just like all right, we're cool. All is forgiven. Um, but yeah, you don't want to like have a big after party where you bring people and champagne in a normal hotel room because like you're gonna get complaints. This was like. I don't think anyone else was on that floor, dude. It was just, it couldn't have been a better spot with to have all a little, the people, make a little noise after the show, feel yeah. like rock stars and with, shit. With everyone that came back after, a normal room would have sucked ass. They, they would have been banging on the wall, on both sides of that room, for sure. It was uh, not okay, what we were doing. But when you're presidential, dude, you can get away with anything. You could be, you could get affidavit, what's going on, uh, Mar-a-Lago gets raided. Right, on. Nothing's going to happen. It doesn't could, matter uh, if you're presidential. You could grab pussies, you can bomb children. Um, and speaking of Dom Perignon... Same as any glass of champagne I've ever tasted in my life. No difference. The $4 bottle that people buy at Walgreens for New Year's, you could have fooled me. Andre Spumanti. <laughs> Fucking what is that? Like Cooks. You can get a whole lot of mums. I understand like having a, uh, I don't have the palate. I've never really enjoyed champagne. It all just kind of is dry and I, I don't like even, it. I don't even like my drunk. I get off of it. I like Prosecco. You probably like Prosecco better. It's not as dry. It's the same thing. I've it's had champagnes wine. I've enjoyed. I got to be honest. Dom wasn't even one of them. I, I need Going like on a, a, date, a, a pussier thing. A nice 15, $20 bottle of Prosecco. That's good. I don't need it to be from a certain place. It's the same drink. Yeah. Um, but I, what am I doing? I'm just like, <laughs> I didn't even like the Dom P, fucking privileged piece of shit. But uh, no, it did feel like uh, some rock star privilege. Uh, we earned it for having to go through Atlanta type of situation. So shout out Bishop for just not only putting on a, a sick show, fun, memorable night, right. sold out in Baltimore. And uh, yeah, 
the the little after party and the nicest hotel room I've ever stayed in. <laughs> Will ever stay in. Uh, thanks, buddy. That was sweet. Any other Baltimore highlights? I don't know. We we ate at uh, the fucking toy, mm. the diner with the toys the next day, like we always do. And that was it. Milkshakes. Paper right. Moon Diner. Oh, my. Oh, we met a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Allegedly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where Bishop got these chicks to, to man the the uh merch table yeah but yeah that one girl was weird she had like uh kind of crazy eyeballs they were sexy it was like in a in a, I mean, in a movie where someone like does meth and they do that shot of like the pupil dilating real small like mm-hmm. she had like laser pointer eyes and they were green and a green uh <laughs> no but like the second she walks in it's like god damn and then we were like signing stuff for kids and she's like for kids let us no one want my this is how she talked I swear to god <laughs> this isn't being let rude let us no one want my autograph <laughs> I was in Sports Illustrated and it goes from like damn to what hey, the, f- yeah. the get out of my face that's what you sound like but why does no one want my autograph oh you know I, there was a fan thing I don't Fantastic show in Beemore from Thomas. It says, I'm just popping in to say what's up, but I'll stay if you're chopping up a steak or something. You forgot the first supper part. You blew it! But I'll stay for supper if you're chopping up a steak or something. You suck! Sorry, Thomas, you don't suck. <laughs> when we got home, I had a, a hankering to chop up some steak. Yeah. And it sucked. I bought a shitty steak. I ordered sushi. It was pretty good. This term is like laying on these whoopee cushions and they're stuck. They're not. We have two left. They're not whooping. They've all popped. Vaughn, hit us up. Yeah, we got to put the Vaughn signal up in the sky. The whoopee whoopee cushion bat signal. Uh, Anyways, it says, great show in Baltimore on Friday. Um, It was worth the travel from Philly. Uh, I took my girlfriend and she's now a huge fan. Loves wax too, but that's because he tried hitting on her. Also, tried looking to get up with Bishop because I'd love to see you guys play in Philly sometime. Maybe that's Bishop's next avenue. It's just like, all right, you're going to have to start booking these types of sold-out events in every city. I guess we'll have to bring Wax along to sell them out. But, you know, Bishop, help right. us out. Bishop, want to book a <laughs> Wax TBS tour? Uh, your biggest fan, my six-year-old son, unfortunately couldn't make it uh, Make it bit. But one day, I'm sure he will get to see you guys live. Patiently waiting for some new stuff to drop. I had a blast. Thank you. Forever a fan in Philadelphia. Tommy Smooches. Thank you, buddy. There was a lot of people that came from uh, out of state. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Don't even get the hell. hell yeah! um, what else? What else? Oh, one story I pulled up. Man diagnosed with monkeypox, COVID-19, and HIV at the same time. Woo! That's a triple threat. Braggart. <laughs> this guy's doing the most. Uh, what do we got here? Italian man. Believed to be the first person diagnosed He's with... like, cough in my face, come in my butt. <laughs> I guess Call it the, the hat them. trick, <laughs> the trifecta. Um, experts say it's very rare to get COVID and monkeypox at the same time. Um, there's not a known documented instance of a person being diagnosed with all three infections at once. Until 36-year-old Italian man recently returned from a five-day trip to Spain in June, according to a study uh, published in the Journal of Infection. More <laughs> Some than- guy was like, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my cosmopolitan. <laughs> While I hold your cock. With my mouth, um, <laughs> more than a week after. <laughs> he loves the cock. I'm gay. Um, more than a week after his return, he developed symptoms that included fever, sore throat, and headache. He also started noticing unusual sore rashes. Throat. <laughs> I think it was sore for other reasons. <laughs> Got piped out. <laughs> yeah, after he was admitted to an Italian hospital, 
He was diagnosed with both COVID and monkeypox. Uh, additional testing also revealed the presence of it. So he didn't know he had HIV until he got these tests. Holy shit. I thought it was some, because people have HIV for like a while, like right. forever. Or like, or, you know, they, it's manageable. You can live with it and whatever, but COVID is fleeting. Right? Monkeypox goes away in a few weeks. So it's like, that's, I, that's weird to me that the last thing he realized he had was HIV. I thought it was someone who may have been HIV positive <laughs> already. Yeah. Just got the one-two punch of pandemic flu shit going on. That too is what I was assuming. Um, yeah, this guy's you know a party what they animal. Say, when you assume, they fill your ass with monkeypox juice. <laughs> uh, the study authors say the man had also been treated for syphilis in 2019. Dude, this guy's a whore. <laughs> he was vaccinated against COVID-19 and had previously contracted the virus in oh, January. No, say um, it ain't so. Um, the study, I guess that's it. This guy's hilarious. Uh, I guess he'll be all right. What's the biggest threat? What are you most concerned about? I'd still be like HIV is like the big, um, what? Like, don't tell me that. I think monkeypox. You know when they'd be like, you want the good news first or the bad news or something? It's like, can you just like escalate it? Like not to where the biggest walloping monkeypox is the worst. I think so because uh, HIV, no, as not. we were just saying, has been like they figured it out. It's manageable, right? You just you don't take, wear it on your face. The you same. just take prep or in your butt between your butt cheeks, right? Um, and monkeypox is still this like weird thing that like nurses don't want to treat patients with, and yeah. you have like fucking scabs and shit. Did you see? Uh, I mean, I guess uh, AIDS you get lesions. There was some rapper that uh, made videos about how he got monkeypox, and then it came, people were speculating that he was just doing it to get publicity for his rap music. I thought you were going to say he was just doing it with other dudes. I mean, <laughs> uh, but it was true. And I, this guy, like, put, he, like, put fake, ma- like, he took all this time. He did? To put, yeah, hold on, let me find this guy. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Why is that your Because, dude, meal nothing, ticket. you should have heard the chat episode when Vanna Black was on. It's like, because all that really matters is clicks and feeding these people with content, quote, content. Whatever um, it is, film a tree and put a fucking music bed. Call it content because I hit your quota that day. But uh, yeah, fake monkeypox rapper. And for all that shit, I talked and will talk about TikTok. I am still posting fingerboard clips because that's not gay, contrary to popular belief. And uh, I got to get those out there. Got to delete the, the clips from my phone so I make edits and put them on social media. Where we go. Fake monkeypox rapper. I thought that would do it. Where is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, what else can you put in? Uh, how about this? Rapper fakes, fakes. monkeypox. Wow. My how did we not think of this that was my earlier? Bad. I am the smartest man alive! Man reveals he faked monkeypox to promote his music. It's this guy, and this is the photo <laughs> of his face. So he got a bunch of nipples on his hand. Absolutely fine. And yeah, this was just a promo going wrong. I would have revealed this sooner, but... I was just taking input left and right and didn't know what the hell to do. Just to give you a quick brief of what this was all about, I have unique and I like how his excuse is like, look, I just do whatever anyone tells me I should do. Someone my agent said I had to do it, so I just did it. Uh, Yeah, the thing is, after receiving backlash for visiting a McDonald's, and that's the thing, he's holding a McDonald's cup, and his, like, the, the... picture we just saw of his fake monkeypox lesions all over his arm and face so then people are like whoa you just went to mcdonald's like why aren't you isolating because you're covered in monkeypox and then that was the beginning of the end for i'm assuming he had somebody filming from a distance like this is the new everyone thinks they're fucking genius pranksters they have a friend film with a camera 20 feet away while they go like annoy coochers annoy some stranger in a grocery store or something i hate these people 
after receiving backlash for visiting uh, McDonald's and potentially infecting others, the up and coming artist was he up and coming or did he like up and come because of well, he's monkey up and pox coming trending? now? You heard Someone what Chad said. up in his asshole. He's the monkeypox rapper guy now, and he's gonna have a huge career for sure. He is already doing better than us. Um, he admitted to faking monkeypox as a marketing scheme to promote his music. <laughs> is he a genius or a clout chaser? Oh, I don't know. Neither. <laughs> and I usually try to tie the marketing around a premise of the song. This time the song was called Choose Yourself, so I was trying to market it in a way where it displays a person choosing himself regardless of how other people feel about it. Unfortunately, it didn't translate that way, and people just end up getting mad at me. My followers didn't get upset because they understand my marketing schemes. Dude, this is so funny. This is him peeling off his little little pimples of monkeypox. I like, him eat one. <laughs> he's going to pick his ear and eat some earwax. But this is just like... It's like sad. He's like, you know, the boxer putting his gloves in the ring. He's just like, look, it went wrong. He's like, I just don't have my heart's not in it anymore. <laughs> the video went viral and it attracted people who didn't understand. For example, this is another time where I promoted my song with Parkinson. No, we understand. You took like a thing that people are suffering from and like use the hashtag to get clicks on SoundCloud. We understand. I don't think I'm confused by what was going on here. What bothers me is that like this video is basically him giving a tutorial. It's he's the victim. He's like, look, it didn't work out. I was trying to just push my album, but and he's showing the people like, I was if you want to try a song it, about being yourself, I just think everyone should have higher self esteem and be themselves. I wouldn't recommend faking Dude, you were trying monkey to pox a, per se, but here's how I did it. Trying like, to pull a fake lesion prank at a fucking McDonald's and people got upset. Lesion of pranks, nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is like him. It, the video is like the process like showing the world this is how i did it this is what i did it went wrong but like you, people didn't get what i was going for it's like, no we got it you're a douche <laughs> um fake monkeypox guy yeah, this guy sucks i just i really extremely dislike what is a new trend with mostly young people to be what they think hilarious on the internet and it's just bothering strangers yeah. while your friend films it from 20 feet away. Yeah. And it's him. like, I, I like prank stuff. Prank stuff is funny. But when it's like clever and you're not just like a lot of them are annoying fake the shit out of someone. Dude, the, the one about like the... Pestering a stranger. I know there's someone out there. I want to see every one of these guys get clocked in the face. I know somebody has seen the one. Maybe you've seen this where it's like, the it's the prank. I've seen it more than once and it is, is always fake. But people are responding like, oh my God. And how dumb are people? It's the kid with like the soccer ball in the food court. And he like passes it to somebody just kind of walking and like a grown man will try and, and then the kid like pulls it on a string. So the guy like, whoop, like a banana peels, like no one slips trying to kick a soccer ball. Right. And he like drops his McDonald's cup and it's I a big know. melee. People these days are pretty uncoordinated. It's just fake. It's just fake. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not fake, it's gay. Tickets and it went viral. People started off upset, but eventually grew a liking. I thought that But eventually song, they stopped caring because that's just the nature of the way things work. It's basically YOLO, and I still came out in a green. So, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if I bothered anyone, but my numbers went up. I don't like this fucking, like, people that are jerks that get to, like, easily play the victimhood in their, like, you know, their statement, their resolution. I also right. just watched that fucking Manti Teo thing on Netflix. Right. Where the dude was catfished and they talked to the catfisher a bunch throughout it. And there's at least five like moments that are with the music and just with the... It's like they want you to feel bad for them. is trans. It's a, it's a dude yes. who's pretending to be a chick. No, no, no. It's a chick in a dude's body. But 
<laughs> just reached for the soundboard. <laughs> I didn't even know what to hit. <laughs> am I not allowed to say that Mantao Teo is being duped? Is that like phobic now? Yeah, he, to say I mean, he was duped. He was. Then that's the thing, dude. Is like consider me phobic. And there's, that there's guy just, got duped. There's part. I mean, he's kind of like a. He got fucked too. That like ruined his career, didn't it? Oh yeah. I didn't watch the thing. He should have been. Heard uh, about it. He should have been like top ten in the draft pick, right. and he was second round. Like, which like lost him money, you know, it's like first 30, round, second round, affects something, your uh, contracts and all of that. But either way, and I think it just affected his playing because yeah. now he's just like, he got in the I'm NFL, a laughing stock. Up. And if the people aren't laughing at me, then think I'm, cause people thought he was like in on it. Yeah. So it was like, either people think I'm hilarious. She ruined his career. Cause I was in love with a man or, uh, I'm an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Oh, there's anything wrong with that. People think it's hilarious that I got fooled and thought this guy was a chick on the internet. uh, This one person, the catfisher, totally fucked with this dude's life and his career and his uh, like potential for uh, profit in the future and his being drafted. But in this documentary, which is also you know, it's showing how the dude is the main like he got fucked over. But like, why? I don't need this other half. You could have done it in one part, made it like a seventy-five minute movie instead of a two-part, two different hour thing. Because there's so much shit that just like it seemed like it was there to remind you like this is like the struggle that the trans people we, right. we have to bury stuff and we, we we react in this way. It's like no, I don't care what your sexual society identity is. You're being him. a jerk. <laughs> society forced him to be a jerk, a like, duper. Ladies, a jerk. Uh, but that that's the thing. It's like, I don't give a fuck who you fuck or how you fuck or what your crotch looks like. It's like, you're a shithead. And I don't like these like, well, it's just nobody got it. <laughs> like this guy, you know, it's like, it was just like a, a stunt gone wrong. And uh, there's it goes on for years. And in, in the case of the Manti Teo catfishing thing, it's just like, without like spoiling, it's like... Uh, this person then fakes their own death to get out of like that's that's public knowledge, right? It's right. like he was that's fighting with his girlfriend just died, on. yeah. Uh, so which made which him I don't like, know what that would get him. Why would he be in on that? Well, he wasn't. That's the thing. Is people like, people <laughs> thought some people thought he was known. I was saying like either people were like ha ha, or like people were like fuck that guy. Cinderella He's a story scammer. or just some sort of like sob story to help people be like because his also I think his girlfriend or his sister. Someone else in his family died the same day that his the grandmother, the duper. It was the grandma. Yeah. So yeah, it was. That's why it was such a national story because there were like his two loved ones died the same day and he had to go play in the national and championship his girlfriend, or something. Yeah, right, and he went and played the game, and then people were like, "Oh, he faked that shit just dude, for a big news story." Dude. And then they talked to the catfisher about that, and it's just like, yeah, I called him and like. He, he started, like, I heard him yelling, and he threw stuff, and he wasn't dealing with it well. Like, he was a jerk. Right. Like, he was the jerk for losing his temper when, right. it's like, everyone's dying on the same That's day. toxic masculinity. Unbelievable how they try to fucking structure that with, like, t- sad music. Like, mm-hmm, I'm the victim music. You're I'm telling me music. a football player punched a door because he, <laughs> he thought that his fake girlfriend had died in a car wreck? Yeah, that just bugged me. Unbelievable. There's a handful of like, all right, we didn't need this part. And like, I watched the first part thinking like, I don't know the story well enough. I was like, maybe he was in on it because I know so little about really the resolution of it. So I'm like, I don't know who's the jerk yet. I'll I'll reserve judgment till the end, but it's it's gotta be her. And Mm -hmm. like, I hate how much they're giving her like, this is me clearing the air. And yes, it ends with them. And she says something to the effect of like, I'm silver lining. Like silver lining is now I know more about myself and I want to be like an inspiration to others that are trans. It's like, you're a piece of shit. I don't like this lady. Anyways. Uh, so I got that off my chest. Um, yeah, I guess that was it. We did a fucking trifecta guy with the diseases. We did that. Yeah, let's do some obits. We got to, we got to get to an announcement. Oh, here. Shit. 
There's not many. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. I actually forgot there's another bit I kind of wanted. Not, not, not a bit, but like, I have some contest ideas. Maybe we'll do that later next week. Okay. Some like fan contest ideas. And yeah. we'll, we'll see which stick, you know? Remind me. All right. Everyone in the Civil War died. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? The narrator, we missed this, and I'm, I'm upset about it. The narrator of Ken Burns' Civil War, amongst many other but he things, wasn't the an American historian. No, I just, you know, yeah, I guess this let me get through better. this. I guess our voices are what we need to David do. David McCullough, an American historian who narrated many Ken Burns documentaries. He died on the 7th. How did he die? How the fuck did I miss that? I don't know. He's old. Did someone say, McCall an ambulance? <laughs> he was a two-time winner of the Pulitzer Prize. Sorry, that was not yeah, funny. Yeah, you do. <laughs> this man won a Pulitzer. And you're making hacky jokes. It was, it was, you know, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I went for it. I like wordplay humor. And the National Book Award. Was it a Newberry? In 2006, he was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom. One of the United States' highest civilian honors. That's like uh, being knighted by the Queen, you know? Yeah. Sir David McCullough. Um, I love him. I love his work. He's got a very calming voice. If you can bring up like a clip from uh, Kemburn's Civil War. He and Peter Coyote, my two favorite narrators of Ken Burns' documentaries. Their voices just do something to me. They're like... They're tranquil, you know? If I'm, like, stressed or anxious, a little David McCullough narration will bring me right around. Yeah, pause that. Let's see if this is narrated. This is a clip from Civil War, a film by Ken Burns. Oklahoma, Tennessee. There he St. is. St. Albans, Vermont, and Fernandina on the Florida coast. Same song. More than three million Americans fought in it. And over 600,000 men, 2% of the population. This is actually reminding me of something that happened recently. I think when we were, where were we? American homes became headquarters. Oh, we were on the road maybe like two months American ago. Churches and schoolhouses we, we watched that episode of Louie with Florentine. Yeah, this song is also in it. It was one of the most annoyed I've been by you <laughs> in a long time. Because all Term did was that we're watching Louie. And then this song comes on. Yeah, like he's just doing. He rootled. Dude, it, the fucking violin dipped off the Louis episode, and like he's doing now, he wouldn't stop rootling violin. I couldn't enjoy that. I'm, I'm laying there trying to watch this Louis episode I haven't seen in a decade, and he rootles over, like, I'm not joking, four straight minutes of things after the violin part ended. He just kept mouth singing the fucking violin. I'm sorry. We were done with it. Anyways, go on. It's a good song. It's stuck in my head. <laughs> it's not a good it's song. It's stinks. a beautiful melody. It stinks. Men who had never strayed twenty miles. The guy on the right. Front doors, That's Elijah Hunt Rhodes. Who's that dude? Hundreds of miles from home. <laughs> He's just one of the guys they uh, they profile. They knew they were making history. Handsome fella. The greatest adventure of their lives. All right. So uh, he's dead. I'll call an ambulance. <laughs> Um, trying to see if there's any info on how he died. I just assume guy was like ninety something. Damn, old timer. 
cause of D. Do, do, Old do, as frick. Do, 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 do. God, 89. PTSD right now. It wasn't 90. Yeah. 89. Natural death due to his old age. Died at his home in Hingham. If you die at 89, you think you'd be Hingham. satisfied with that? Or you wish you would have been like... Older, because you know, with with nineties and hundreds, it's it's being frail and like your quality of life goes way down. I think you never know when for, we're ninety or a hundred. Yeah, modern medicine could be awesome. Yeah, they're gonna come out with a a shot where you just get like it's like the fountain of youth mm-hmm. vaccine. Hell yeah! You know, I'll get it. Term won't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you see right. somebody? Uh, you right. I saw on Twitter somebody referred to monkeypox as a uh, spunky pox p- pandemic of the unvaginated. That made me chuckle. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, I tried to throw that out there to make up for the call an ambulance thing. Um, well, I will do my shot to David McCullough. There's a couple more. I do have one. I, I poured it up in advance because this giant Fredo bottle is like, I don't know how to do it and hold a mic. So right. we have, this is a big shot. It's probably a double shot. So maybe we'll get one more in there. I have two. Who do you got? Man of the hole is what he was known as. I'm gay. No. This guy was straight as hell, dude. Last known member of uncontacted Amazon tribe dies. The last known surviving member of an Amazon tribe dubbed the Man of the Hole has died in Brazil after resisting any contact with the outside world for nearly 30 years. Brazilian's National Brazil's so National Indian Foundation. So the last Amazon native is dead or like I'm I'm the last known member of this Amazonian tribe. Okay. I'm sure there's still others. There's still... But not from his tribe. Got it. How's that work? Like, where do they get food? Do they just still kill everything in the jungle? Yeah, that's why they called him Man of the Hole, because he would trap animals by digging these deep holes and sometimes hide inside of them. Damn. Uh, this indigenous man was the only survivor of his community of unknown ethnicity. Reported that the man's body was found in a hammock inside a hut last Tuesday by officials tasked with monitoring the remote Teneru indigenous territory. Um, Damn, dude. He was thought to have been about 60 years old. It's not even like, you could just start at like the most like, you know, Western culture things. Like what if we went like no internet? No TV, no phone. Yeah, I've seen those. You ever seen it's those like, yeah, why don't you kill a memes? snake and eat it? I always, I've seen this meme. I mean, this thing a couple times on the internet. Yeah. And I always wonder, like, is this a joke? But it'll be like, it'll be like a picture of a cabin in the woods, and it'll be like, would you live in this cabin with no phone and internet or whatever for like three million dollars yes, for like one year? I would do it for free if I could just have some mental health back. Would you live? Like all of humanity did before, like three generations ago, for three million dollars. Yes, it's not even a fucking question. I'm like trying to figure it out, just how to do it. Period. I'm just anyway. trying to figure out how to put my phone down more. The organization says the rest of the man's tribe had been massacred in a series of attacks allegedly perpetrated by land-hungry cattle ranchers since the 1970s. So, uh, we don't have any Amazonian flute music for this guy. That sucks. Oh, shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Let me uh, search Amazonian Amazon flute. flute music. All right, Native American flutes, relaxing sleep sound meditations. 
No outsider knew this man's name or even very much about his tribe. And with his death... Nameless man? The genocide of his people is complete, stated Fiona Watson, Survival International's Director of Research and Advocacy. For this was indeed a genocide. The deliberate wiping out of an entire people by cattle ranchers hungry for land and wealth. Pieces of shit. These guys are jerks. <laughs> you fellas uh, have a lot of grown up dude. <laughs> Yeah, <you> dude. <laughs> yeah, you guys do. For sure. Um, I got right. another one here. We got Len Dawson. Len Dawson? Chiefs Hall of Fame quarterback and broadcaster dies at 87. Chiefs Hall of Fame quarterback and broadcaster? Uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacker. Um who also had an award-winning career in broadcasting, has died. Dawson, who grew up in Alliance, Ohio, not far from where Pro Football Hall of Fame would be built, uh, was named MVP of the 1970 Super Bowl as the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Minnesota Vikings 23-7. Super Bowl winner, MVP. This guy deserves a mention. What is this? This is... Mac Lethal's Kansas City Chiefs Anthem 2020. I was like, this guy, he got bars for 87. Or you got Tech Nine's Red Kingdom. This appears to also be a Chiefs song. Whoa. Uh, he was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, fifth overall out of Purdue in 1957, but wasn't used much by the Steelers or Cleveland Browns. And didn't take off until he went to the American Football League with the Dallas Texans in 62. Damn, they play this yeah. in the Chiefs stadium, don't they? They have to. They might. I'll guarantee it. Is the Chiefs, are they the ones who do the, the tomahawk chop? Is that what the fans do this? I thought that was first down syndrome. <laughs> I think that's a, th- a team's thing, the tomahawk chop. That's what we got to do, man. We got to make a song that's so like city, Chicago band, then we got to get that shit playing like regularly in the United Center. Mm-hmm. God damn it. You think they're going to care? Is that what it's like to be good at marketing? Um, oh, here we go. Chiefs Chuck. Whoa. This is the official Kansas City Chiefs music. I bet Tech Nine's on this too, though. Focusing way more on the music than the guy who died. <laughs> <laughs> this whole week. All right. Uh, well, let's get to the last one I've got here and the most significant. It is NBA 2K YouTuber God Triller. What? Tragically killed in car crash. God Triller's dead? Yep. Who's that? Um, he's a YouTuber and legendary NBA 2K content creator. What does that mean? Uh, that he's what the does shit that mean? in video legendary games. Legendary NBA 2K content it means contributor. He wins tournaments. He balls on your candy ass. Um, Monkeypox. My roommate was just telling me that he th- makes a lot of YouTube videos that get a lot of views. There's like a 30 for 30 about a like a Fortnite player or something. Yeah, that's where we're at. What? Why? Um, the news shocked fans as the content creator was among the world's most esteemed and adored NBA 2K YouTube creators. The streamer died on the 27th of August at 2:25 a.m. He was 24 years old, got hit by a drunk driver. Jesus. Yeah, not cool. Was it in Portland? Pretty fucking uncool. Is that where they were shooting that guy's car? 
Uh, the news of Triller's death was made apparent after his sister posted the car crash alongside a saddening note to her brother saying they'll miss him on Instagram. According to Michigan police, God Triller's death was the cause of an alleged drunk driver who showed signs of impairment. Both the streamer and his girlfriend died. Oh, his girl too. Early that morning. Jesus. People dying sucks. I don't know why we do this every week. It bothers me. It bothers me like when they're less famous too. It's just like, oh my God, right. you know, I don't know them really. I don't know this guy, but it's like, dude, just playing video games. I was playing video games today. That could have been me. Just some guy. How about this one? <laughs> Make it about myself. Soldier died after being mistaken for target by his comrade. What? That guy must have been standing fucking stiff. Wait, I read it wrong because it's even better. No, he was at target. Soldier died after being mistaken for target by short-sighted colleague. This guy didn't have his glasses on, and he killed somebody. Yikes. My glasses. What is going on? I read this shit earlier. Now it's not letting me because I'm not subscribed to fucking Bloomberg. Well, we got Len Dawson. We got Guad Triller. We got... Um, I read it. The Civil War guy. McCullough, an ambulance. Whatever. You get the gist. Got to his glasses on. I'm trying to recap. What was the second one you did after the Civil War guy? Uh, The uh, the Amazonian known... No wonder I don't oh, know his name. Man in the Hole. A man in Hole. I was really like, what was his name? Uh, here is... You also got uh, one of three Dutch commandos shot in Indianapolis has died. Okay, geez, Did you know geez. that we got Dutch commandos just creeping around the States? Did you know this? I didn't know this. A Dutch commando who got caught up in a fight that spawned a shooting in Indianapolis has died, the Dutch Defense Ministry said Monday. The deceased man's name has not been this released. This music isn't Dutch. But the three men from the Netherlands, members of the Dutch Commando Corps were shot after an altercation in the entertainment district of the city early Saturday. Why are there just Dutch commandos walking around? Did they have guns? Did they shoot back? Please give me more info. Dutch commandos sounds like the name of like a limited Netflix series or something <laughs> that I might watch. It will be. <laughs> Here's see, a shot. See, Netflix is doing a, a show on Blockbuster. A show on Blockbuster? Yes. Like a miniseries or a documentary? Like a show like with a show. Like actors. God damn it. Depicting the last days of Blockbuster. I don't like even saying this about myself, but I'll probably watch that. The irony. I always end up watching shit eventually. I watched that movie Flight. <laughs> it's 10 years old with Denzel Washington last yes. night. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. I've only Speaking heard of things, drunk driving, I've also that guy, never that guy drunk it. drove a plane into the ground. Hell yeah, dude. I thought he was going to get away with it scot-free, too. I'll let you watch. I'll let you watch the, till the end. Lastly, <laughs> trumpeter Jamie Branch, who crossed genre lines, dies at 39. That's who we're listening to right now. Oh, okay. I think she was from Chicago. What lines is she crossing? It sounds rather jazzy. Um, Jamie Branch, an innovative avant-garde trumpet player and composer whose punk rock intensity and relentless Skip commitment up. to experimentation Skip up! Skip up! Skip up! <laughs> and to dissolving the <laughs> distinctions between genres invigorated the music scenes of New York and Chicago died on August 22nd at her apartment in Brooklyn. But it says she was on a Chicago-based label. This album. Uh, no information as to how. Well, you've got a shot. I've got a shot. Let's shoot, because to all of these people, we hardly knew you. David McCullough. No name Amazonian. God trailer, Len Dawson. No one, no one knew that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I did say after the obits, so if you want, here, I can give you this cord here. All right. That's right, folks. Special announcement time. 
You already know the Platinum Elite Tour is moving west. Let's wait. Let's wait till he answers. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I figured I could just kind of. What'd you call it? Oh, it's called burying the lead. Burying the lead. I thought I could bury the lead for a little bit. You bury the lead. Hell yeah. Oh, I'll come over here so you can hear me too. Who will it be? Who Which will of be our buddies us? is coming on the Platinum Elite Tour with us? Uh, hello? Hello? Who's this? This is the Palmer Squares. Who's this? This is Steven. <laughs> this motherfucker played <laughs> Steven again. <laughs> Make some noise for Steven. <laughs> What's your real name? Your stage name? Uh, my oh. stage name is Nathan Richard Jarvis. Ladies and gentlemen, Jarv will be joining us on the Platinum yes. Elite Tour 2022. And I am absolutely thrilled, folks. You're thrilled. We're over the moon, Jarvy boy. Right, you're thrilled. I can't freaking wait. Listen to these cheeks. <laughs> I can barely contain myself. I just got gas leaking out of every crevice. Uh, oh, that is so sexy. So this is something we talked about like just prior to the tour announcement. Jarv is a very busy man because he just came off a tour, and he's got another tour opportunity uh, that's kind of jutting up against ours at the end of October going into November. Mm, jut up uh, against yeah. me, bro. Which is crazy. Like uh, Good problems to have. Made me kind of like realize how uh, accomplished us and our friends all are really becoming. We rule. Fucking right, baby. You just yeah, got you go tour to tour to tour, dude. We can't stop touring. Freaking superstar problems, am I right? Yeah, you're gonna be with us from uh, whatever the first date is. We might book one more city before Seattle. We're not sure, but we're definitely gonna be in Seattle all the way on down through Cali, and then uh, you're gonna be joining us up to and through uh, Skankfest Vegas. But because of your next tour, you'll probably have to dip out before the Colorado shows. Correct. Sorry. Probably. Colorado. But I'm not entirely sure, but probably. Might be a game time decision. So you're telling me there's a chance. Well, we all that one in a million yeah. talk. Uh, there is. But we chance. got you for sure through the West Coast, uh, Pacific Northwest, down to San Diego, Phoenix, and then, yeah, Skankfest is going to be so much goddamn fun. Dude, I can't um, fucking wait. I was really hoping that you'd at least be able to. You know, because we were talking about it, and you, uh, so you might be going. No, you are going, right? You're going to Europe after the Platinum Elite Tour. Is that still what's up? Uh, well, possibly, but I don't know if I'm really at liberty to uh, disregard, <laughs> no, I... strike that. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> that? not, I'm really not entirely Did we say sure Paris, France? We meant Paris, Tennessee. <laughs> that's um, right. That's right. Well, you Family know, what? vacation. One thing at a time. And the first things first, Platinum Elite Tour with Jarv. When is the last time uh, you've played some of these like West Coast cities, like uh, Seattle, Portland, L.A., San Fran, shit like that? Do you get out there much? Never. I never have. You've never been I've, out there. I've been. I've played in L.A. and San Diego before, and that's it. Okay, I figured you had to have done something. Uh, you know, and one. But of not the major even like cities. a real. Yeah, in L.A., it was with R.A. the Rugged Man, and I just did like. I like did like one song, so right. I didn't even do like a full set. Oh, didn't you? Thing. Uh, so this is. Didn't you also perform for uh, the Cheeto Santino and Black Thought out there in LA? No, that was actually in Montreal. That, yeah, that was Montreal. That was in Comedy Montreal Festival, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is that's way cooler. That is way cooler. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's like three hours from where I, from where I'm from in Vermont. Oh hell yeah! So I was like, yo, 
I, they were doing the Just for Laughs Festival thing, and I was like, uh, hey, okay. if you want, I can drive up. So That's awesome. I always just assumed that was L.A. because you know Hollywood. Yeah. Right, um, right. Th- this conversation for us started with like just the reality that going on tour for like, this is the longest set of dates we've booked like since pre-COVID, since the um, Sickest Frick and then the Stevie Ray uh, tours in 2019. So like, we're just like, we're usually fine working our own merch table and whatever, but like, I want some photos. I want, we need help at the merch table. And I was thinking like, do we just find somebody, some fucking schmo, some nobody to handle our money and our and merch? And we or? did. <laughs> and you did. And here I am, baby. <laughs> no, but we were like, it's been a while. And I think the last time, we, uh, yeah, the last time, the last couple times we went out West, like we've brought Vanna Black out there and we've brought, or, you know, Stevie's from out there, but we like, we were, we were touring with more than just us. So it's not, always better. I was like, why don't we just shoot for the sky here and hit up the fucking young homie and see if, because I, I didn't think you'd been out West in a while, if ever. Like, I know you're so connected East Coast, but I'm like, I just thought it would make sense because I've seen on our comments and YouTube and stuff like that, like, you know, people will be like, oh, you know, you know, uh, bring wax with you or something. I see it all the time with Jarv. It'll be like, yo, come to come to Phoenix, bring Jarv, come to L.A. and bring Jarv. And I was like, you know what? I think they're right. I think we need to bring Jarv. And I was like, I love the idea. Um, so, yeah, yes. hopefully we can help each other on a like. Uh, logistical level getting the merch sold and taking some fucking little clips to highlight all of our sets and stuff and just relying on more than ourselves but uh we're like no why don't we bring one of the best fucking rappers in the country and somebody who's apparently never been to these major cities and put on one hell of a freaking show it's gonna be so much fun i know there's i don't know a couple fans more than a couple i know there's people hearing this right now that are like way more excited because you're coming i'm way more excited because you're coming i'm coming (laughs) <laughs> I'm. I actually came right before you guys called, but yeah, you know that's perfect timing. But um, no, dude, I'm fucking thrilled. I'm like honored to even be. You know, you guys hit me up about this, and I'm like, part of you know, I had like I like you said, I just got off this tour, and then I have another you know prospect tour thing possibly. I would announce it if I had more fucking details, but I I hardly know what the fuck's going on with it yet, so I can't really say anything. No, but it's, but it's a good problem to have. Like I was saying, like right. you have um, offers coming in, and whether or not you go to Europe, I don't care because you're coming to the West right. Coast with the Palmer Squares. I'm just kidding. That's I was right. very excited to hear that uh, you might like. That's a goal of ours and of any musician is to like right. get overseas and play. Like we look at the analytics, we know we have listeners in London. I'm gonna hide myself in your luggage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How was the Spose tour? Dude, it was fucking awesome. Like was, so was dope. The, was that just primarily East Coast? Um. Well, they they went for like the whole month, but I could only do like the second half. So I met them in right. uh, Austin. So we did like Texas. Right. And we ran into Oh, yeah, that's right. Dude, you were in Texas. Or you, I, I was in Austin with my girlfriend. I forgot your guys' show was like a, two days after I left. So bummer. Right, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we did like the whole South and then up the whole East Coast. Well, not the whole South, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it was it was super sick. The shows were all great. Like, and Spose is the fucking man. So touring with him was awesome yeah just some new england boys tearing it up you know oh that's right yeah you guys are from the same neck of the woods more or less yeah he's from he's from maine i think wells maine um wells (laughs) we're gonna have one hell of a time on the road (laughs) Uh, especially especially for skank fest like i'm fucking so that's what i was that's what i was trying to say is like we know you're a, a really big comedy fan much like ourselves and uh, yeah. 
I, I just thought if nothing else, like we were going to try and dangle that carrot, like we'll get you into Skankfest. You're right. going to be rocking on stage with us at Skankfest too. Like, like having to that play was any, hook. Mu- yeah, any music at Skankfest is like, it's fun. And I, I love being able to get the exposure, but like any reason to the, be invited and be present there for just so much fun, stand up and podcasting. They have, you know, they do the Ellis mania. We're going to watch some silly boxing matches. Probably it's going to be fun as shit. Oh yeah, Term's gonna be in a silly boxing match. Yeah, Term's gonna be throwing hands. I'm Hell cracking yeah, skulls. And he's like almost a year more trained. Like he's been prepping yes. for this. Right. They uh, told me that yeah, you're you not allowed throw to throw kicks. Kick. Right. They say you're not allowed to throw kicks and elbows, but it's always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Someone's That's getting right, kicked dude. in the chin. <laughs> Freaking oh, beautiful, man. Well, uh, yeah, I uh, we're going to work on some updated promo, uh, get some pictures of your beautiful face. Yeah, get me your logo, dude. Logos. Oh, yeah, picks. I totally forgot. Yeah, stay tuned, everybody. We've got company going west. Dude, it's Ooh. so sick. I like, I uh, I just know that not only are you, you kill like, you know, in any market, but we have some really good West Coast markets like Seattle and Portland yeah. and San Fran and LA and San Diego have always been really good to us. And the, we've, we haven't gone as much, but when we've been in Arizona, we have great fans out there too. And it's just going to be like, you got fans out there already that have been dying to see you. And you know, the fans of ours that don't know you yet are going to have their fucking minds blown, man. Platinum elite tour is shaping up nicely. Right. I think they were already yeah. going to be pretty kick-ass shows regardless. And now, yeah. now that's twice as good. Well, I just hope I can bring some people out. I'll probably have like one person at every show who's like, hey, George. You're selling yourself but, short, my friend. I don't friend. think so, man. I think ah. it's going to be... Uh... Cut the modest shit. <laughs> and this is something we talked about back to when we did our little string of dates back in the fall and we were out in your territory and we played in like uh, Maine and Vermont and uh, Rhode Island and all of those cities. But it was a fun-ass time and we talked back then about like, you know, we got to do something like that again. We got to do another series of cities and just whatever. The three of us being on the road is a, is a good ticket. And to be able to go to these markets that we haven't been to out west in, in three years... Um, and some even more like, uh, like whenever we're in that neck of the woods, it's hard to hit like Phoenix and SLC, but we're, um, we're seeing if we can even string together a couple extra dates. Uh, but yeah, we're just stoked to be able to be moving around again after a, a weird couple of years and to be doing it with our pal Jarv. Yeah. Wait, what's SLC? Uh, Salt Lake yeah, City. That, that's not on the tour, oh. but we have tried to, we kind of mixed up. Like, I thought it might, if we could get LA and San Diego next to each other, like back to back dates, I thought it would be easy to hit Salt Lake before Skank Fest. But since the San Diego show became on a Tuesday, so which is another thing that's kind of nice, we got an LA show on the 8th and then a San Diego show on the 11th. So I pretty much think we're going to be just kind of hanging around like the Southern California, yeah. LA area for like a couple of off days, which is going to be a lot of fun. We, um, I'm sure we all have like a network of homies and fan friends out there too. So it should Dude, be a really my, great my time. My sister lives in my sister lives in San Diego. No so shit. You can all tell her to bring friends. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, so we are still discussing the uh, possibility of like adding maybe between like one and three more shows, and one of them was SLC because another city we went to once like six years ago and. Hopefully we've had like six years of, of growth and maybe some more fans and stuff. And that's another thing I see online a lot. People have been asking for Salt Lake and Utah in general because it's just kind of uh, gets ignored. It's harder to loop that in for whatever reason. So maybe between um, Skankfest and Colorado, we can put something together. And if not, we just we just got to make it up to them. 
and we'll uh, yeah. we'll see whether or not Jarv's gonna be able to stretch all the way through to the end of the dates or have to take off for another fucking rock star opportunity. But right. uh, we'll, we're we'll, locked in for the West Coast, man. We'll pressure him. Yeah, we'll do oh, it. Yeah, can. baby. We'll yeah, I'm sure the legs. pressure will work. <laughs> and it's like being on tour, like especially with you guys. Like, I don't know. Like after that last little run we did in the East Coast, like. I, I, I fucking miss you guys, man. <laughs> so Aww, once once this too. shit's done, I'm gonna he I'm gonna have a hard time pulling myself away. So I'll, who knows? I'm not making any promises, but I'll probably be like, I have to finish it. Yeah, I mean, but, it's only a few more dates, but dude, it's it's. I also knew because you were saying how you just came off a tour and you have this, uh, you know, prospective opportunity to maybe do some more stuff in late October and November. Like, it's easy to get burned out. When I was on, uh, right. like, I got sick when we toured and we, we played like eight shows or 10 shows. You know, it wasn't even as much. And I got sick and I sort of felt burnt out last fall by the time we were playing that last set just because my throat hurt and shit. And it's just like, uh, so I understand whether or not you get a sore throat or not. It's like, dude, three tours back to back. I'm not trying to burn Jarv out. If I do recall that last set too, Jarv totally upstaged us and no one paid well, attention dude, it for was, our set it was his fucking territory <laughs> it was like i'm tired yeah. can we just be done i was also mi- i had the flu i was fucking like i was not in the mood to be performing i think that energy <laughs> came across in the performance sadly <laughs> i just said yeah when you guys were saying that but i was saying yeah to when act said that's his territory that's i wasn't saying yeah to when terms oh, yeah. that i upstaged you try they're both true they're yeah, both right. Northeast. Absolutely not. They're both good. I, that show, I actually did. I do recall having a, my homie Asa Mac was like, we both walked into the bathroom at the same time. And it's like a small bathroom. And I had explosive fucking diarrhea. And I was pretty embarrassed about that. But that's one thing I recall. It happens. We're, we're all going to smell each other's <laughs> shit this October for sure. It's one thing I yeah, totally didn't sure. have to share, but did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I just wanted to let that be known. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> You know what's not going to smell like shit? The Platinum Elite Tour. Yeah. I guess it depends on what city we're in, but... Uh, right, the rental car will. <laughs> yeah, that, that would definitely will smell like shit. Freak yeah, dude. We're doing it. Well, yeah, just the same after our East Coast tour ended. Uh, we were both eager beavers to, to get back on the road with you. So... Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I was going to super say we, stoked. We got it. We, we got could it ball out. wash each other all day here. Uh, but before we get out of here, you were saying when we talked earlier off mic, how like how big of a fan of the podcast you were. I was thinking oh, yes. maybe you could touch yes. on that. You listen a, every week or a, something a like little that. A little bit. I, I said, save it for the show. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> Let them know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said the other day, well, one, I do listen pretty much every single week. And uh, I was just listening I did have to catch up on a couple episodes the other day, but I was playing this festival and it got fucking rained out. Like there was a lightning storm that happened halfway through my set. And then the sound guy just like comes on his mic and he's like, you have to stop. He came on his mic. Yeah. And so my set was just done, like in the middle of a song. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm done. Damn. So I sit in my car waiting for the rain to pass. And me and my girl were just, you know, listening to the pod, and I'm just thinking, boy, these guys are just so funny. What an entertaining <laughs> group of guys. <laughs> and there I can't believe I'm friends with them. Wow, we we got it in there. We got it in. The yep. people know Jarv yep. loves our show. I do. I really <laughs> and we do. love Jarv, man. I can't fucking wait for this. And we'll, uh, yeah, we're gonna be in touch. Very like happy. Like I said, the fans are gonna see a lot more, you know, promotional content in September about. If we add dates, and you're going to see Jarv's face on these uh, upcoming tour flyers, and uh, Jarv fans uh, across the nation, or at least across the West Coast, get excited, man. 
Uh, we're doing it. Please. It's been three Please years since excited. we've been, and the first time for Jarv. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> Please clap. Fuck it's yeah, going to be kick-ass. Can't wait. Fuck yeah, dude. Likewise, I am absolutely thrilled, boys. All righty. Well, we're going to go on and uh, hear Term highly recommend some album that will put me to sleep. Some fans might enjoy it. Is it going to rock this week? Or You're what? so wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what kind of music is it? It is contemporary Motown. Ooh, Motown. Sounds nice. No, I'm gay. <laughs> contemporary. Does it? So contemporary. <laughs> contemporary <laughs> meaning like new, meaning within the last 10, 15 years. Did I just say homotown? No, he said it. You can't hear the soundboard. I'm speaking with my fingers. <laughs> right. He's hitting the, he's hitting the I'm gay and you suck. <laughs> well, so did you, did you say homotown or did you miss that opportunity? No, Term said it. Did I? You he said, said Motown. Homotown. That's what he's saying. No. You said Motown. <laughs> I said. No, I'm gay. <laughs> we get it. Read between the lines. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I can't well, wait until we're not on the phone and we're actually together doing what's got to be like at least three or four podcasts together while we're on the road. We're bringing yeah, for Jarv sure, with dude. for podcast guests the whole length of the tour, so. Like, yeah, that's the, actually the only reason I'm going. They don't right. know I'm not going to do any sets. <laughs> I'm just going for the podcast. Hell yeah. Well, uh, we made sure. We talked with our guy, and we made sure there is time carved out for Jarve out there in the West Coast. Um, yeah, we got your sets locked in everywhere, and Hell yeah, uh, this dude. tour is going to be sweeter than Frick. One less local opener. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Hell you yeah. get a, a loco opener instead. Oh, Am I right, people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I was gonna say that's it for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we love uh, you, Jar. Shit. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. And I'm sure uh, the West Coast is. I do. You called me. You, shut up. <laughs> hey, can you do me one? More? Can this you say a legitimate uh, show? We took your call. Can, can you do a radio sign off? <laughs> like, hey, who's the best podcast on the airwaves? Long time, first time. And, <laughs> hey, you are listening to the TPS reports. Keep it locked. Don't touch that dial, <laughs> dude. That's good. We might have to add that to the intro. All right, dude. Uh, yeah, we love you, miss you, but not for much longer. We're gonna see you real soon. And uh, hell yeah, Platinum Elite. We're gonna live the Platinum Elite life, baby. That's right. Love you, boys. All right. Uh, <laughs> peace. <laughs> All right. Smooch his dog. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. There you have it, you motherfrickers. Guess who? Hell yeah! Jarve is in the place to be what? this Platinum Elite Tour. I feel like we might need an extra word, because if Platinum Elite was just before, like, what do we need? Like, the, the Supreme? Uh, Plat- Platinum Supreme Elite? The Platinum Elite Tour. Right. The Platinum Elite Tour. <laughs> uh, very stoked about that. Couldn't keep that bottled up much longer. Um, yeah, Jarve's coming with you guys. West Coast. It's fucking crazy. If I hit it my way, every show we ever played, Jarve would open up. He just, yes. uh, he's, a, he's a great guy. We would forcefully contract him to yeah. being <laughs> nothing but our opener. It's like hell for an artist. Like, you never get to not It'd be our opener. <laughs> become hell for us because of how much better he is. Yeah. There would be some city. We're, we might learn that. You know how we've been taken on tours? I'm not going to say any gonna names or nothing, but we've been on the road with people where they were the headliner, we were the opener, and we wound up in a city, maybe like somewhere like Portland or something, where right. our fans come out. And it's almost like this awkward look of like the opener brought more people than the headliner. Yeah. We're going to be feeling that from the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jarv kills shit. He just really does. So, right. Um, I'm enough. excited for the people that know him out west. 
I thought he'd been there. Like I thought he'd played like Seattle, Portland, no, LA. We and get stuff. to put the feather in our cap of being yeah, you're welcome. The bringers of jar. You're welcome. Yes. Oh my God, it's a beautiful thing, you guys. Very excited for the fall tour. Yeah, We're going to spend so much money on van rental, gas, and hotels. We won't make any, but it doesn't matter. We'll make a lot of fun. Yeah, we're making fun. Yes. Uh, of dead people, and then this. Highly recommended. Damn. Might need another shot of whiskey. I'm so excited about Jarve announcement. This week's highly recommended album ah here we go is from mayor hawthorne with his debut a strange arrangement good this is max cherry music first dog. of all he says it's pretty and then he, he says, says it's nice nice i'll never forget that now yeah but it's it's good from now on good <laughs> i still like it better <laughs> edward g robinson <laughs> likes <Shkud>. it good <laughs> you see yeah. mayor hawthorne with his 2017 debut a strange arrangement released on stone's throw records yup i believe the single what was the single i think it was uh just ain't gonna work out it was released on a heart-shaped vinyl. Remember that? Yeah. Zach had We that. saw, do you remember when we saw Mayor Hawthorne at the Abbey Pub? Yeah. Was that the Stone's Throw Night? Was he there for that, or was it a separate... I don't remember going to just see him. I think it was part of that But that's Stone's crazy, dude. That, what a crazy... If that's true, maybe I can find like a flyer for this, but like, if that was... He was on that night, too, because what other night would it have been? What a notorious show. We've dude, talked about it so much. Mad Lib, Peanut Butter Wolf, Guilty Simpson, M.E.D., uh... Was it J Rock or uh, Kareem Riggins? Kareem Riggins, and I think Mayor Hawthorne was on that fucking bill. Oh, and Percy P. Wasn't Percy P. on Percy the fucking? Percy P. was bill? absolutely. It's on insane. It. I'm gonna throw the mic right now. It's crazy. Was, we were in the room. I was so stoned, and I'm like front row, and Percy P. His was, jacket was so loud. He was like, <laughs> it was shiny. It's crazy, and he was doing that chopping thing, and I was just like tripping. I was so stoned. Yeah. I don't know. He looked... Chopping, you mean rapping fast as shit. Like <laughs> yeah. Slow down. <laughs> ah. Um, here. I what? took a... Uh, what was... I, I keep hearing one mayor... Like, I'm a, I, I've, uh, I've listened to a lot of Mayor Hawthorne in the past. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. But uh, there was one... There's one song that got really big, and I heard it in, like, you know, restaurants and stuff more when I would... Is it the single from this album it might not be this album just ain't gonna work out oh it's uh i think it's finally falling is the song i would always hear in like a radio play it might be from a different album right and it seems or it feels i'm finally falling well this song's great hit it mayor hawthorne's super catchy single just ain't gonna work out Caused a frenzy when it debuted on red heart-shaped vinyl months ago. This is a this is a review written years ago. Yeah. The music itself, the drums, the harmonies, the melancholic falsetto displayed Hawthorne's affinity for soul music and a penchant for songwriting. His full-length debut, a strange arrangement, lines up, lives up to those hopes, and shows the Detroit native's understanding of his hometown legacy. Like old Detroit soul, the strange arrangement covers an array of styles. Some are Motown-ish, some are teary-eyed love songs. Oh, yeah. And, and his, some are up-tempo thumpers. He has an album called, I Just always do this. Just ain't gonna work out. I cut you off, but it might be his second album. 
<laughs> there was a song called The Walk that was like really well, that mainstream is popular. His most streamed song. Yeah, yeah. I, see, so I just looked it up and the title was like, ah, oh, yeah, that was it. That was one of them. Mm-hmm. Finally Falling was also one of those, but. This album is what I call a front to backer. Yeah. I usually like to like heart highlight songs. And it's like I have to heart every fucking song in this album. I can't play them all. But goddamn. Just ain't gonna work out. Make her mine. I was searching uh, how do you do Mayor Hawthorne to look at the track list and you search how do and, and it fills in how do you get monkeypox? Butt fucking. <laughs> one word answer. Butt fucking. That's one word, right? Is that two words? It's compound. Or shitty dick sucking. It's shitty dick sucking. Uh, how do you get <laughs> how do you do Mayor? Now, I think people will tell you there's other ways. It's probably just saliva. You could you could swap spit. I think that's true. Is it's it? not just. I mean, it's fluid. Right, fluid. Um, I forget what song it's called. It might be "Can't Stop," but uh, he's got a song with Snoop Dogg. I remember. I'm going off the album I listened to, not the one you're writing. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> Hawthorne sings mostly in falsetto, and the song arrangements fit the mood and lyrics accordingly. Um, he does sing mostly in falsetto, but there's a couple tracks, like my favorite, where he doesn't. Last song on the album called Green Eyed Love. Might be my favorite track. I guess he does sing falsetto in this. How would you define falsetto? That. My green eyed love. Now, now, now imagine you couldn't point to the other guy and say that. How would you <laughs> define it in your own words? Singing in a high voice. High voice. But what about like soprano and alto? Those are high, right? No. No, tenor right? is low. Yeah, but those are like middle. Those are mid-tone. So falsetto is the highest on the yeah. terminology of voice? Yes. Does it get higher than falsetto? I don't think so. Like uh Truth setto? Wow. <laughs> Wait, false. Stick to the sure. David McCollin yeah. ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I immediately second-guessed it. Like, wait, did that even make sense as shitty as it was? Uh, this is another one. He does Motown better than some of the later Motown artists themselves. All the songs are fucking <laughs> great. Motown? No, I'm gay. Nice. Heartfelt vocals and arrangements. This guy just kills it. I was reading a lot of the reviews were very negative because it's uh, this is on Discogs and it's about the vinyl. I guess the vinyl lists 14 songs uh and there's only 13 on the record everyone is saying what's that other song <laughs> most of the reviews uh, it's like the are, amazonian man it's just no name it's mm-hmm. just song in a hole song in a hole <laughs> <laughs> no it's a uh, it's like some bonus track some demo or something hell yeah um it's called when i said goodbye and also, it something you exist. haven't even tied together yet. I'm sure you were getting there. But this was the soundtrack of our presidential suite party yes. in Baltimore. Um, Term took care of getting some music on. And I, I, I did. Think you went to this. And then I was hanging out in a little circle with Bishop and some others. And Bishop goes, I think Ack put this music on. It sucks. <laughs> What's funny is like... To which I said... I put this on and it fucking rules. If I were in your position and he was like, and I put something on and then Bishop said, term put this on, it sucks. I'd be like, yeah, he did. And it does. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Throwing you under the bus immediately. 
I don't like I'll this throw song, you under but the Turn bus. does. I will throw you under the bus, but I ain't going to throw Mayor Hawthorne under the bus. Yeah, I'm just kidding. He didn't play this. He was playing that Civil War music. <laughs> Bishop was like, what is this? I wasn't even playing We're it. I was just going, jam. Other good songs are... This century. Uh, I would say this is the catchiest song on the album simply because it's been stuck in my fucking head for six days. Hit it. Do 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 dee ree, at a booty do. He really does encapsulate the. Look, we've made a lot of jokes, but he encapsulates that old like '50s '60s Motown clap along vibe. This album, to me, is on par with Leon Bridges' Coming Home. Right, how it just represents a different decade with its sound, you know. I also may have forgotten to mention, there's a white dude. Yeah. I feel like... There's a nerdy-looking white dude from Detroit made this album. I was just going to say, like, and I feel he played like I would have known that, but I don't know if I would have known that having not already been familiar. Like, mm-hmm. To me, he doesn't sound overwhelmingly like he's got like some... He's hiding know, it with the falsetto. Black scent or anything. Like that would, He kind of sounds like a white guy. But he kind of sounds black. It's crazy. It's Smokey Robinson. Doobie doobie doo doo mine. <sighs> Remember when a certain uh, walking around my house for days, a certain dipshit we used to work with, kind of sold us a bill of goods for like over two years about how he was going to get Mayor Hawthorne on a track because they were from the same city. Wow, like who gives a shit? God, I was such a rube. I like believed him for a second. I was like, hey, we got the track. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of assholes from a lot of cities. Remember when that the asshole of our producer Dro came from Canada to fart in <laughs> this guy's face? <laughs> One time Dro came to visit. We already talked about this. I just wanted to hit it real quick. And he farted in our old manager's oh face. Oh my god, reminiscing on that made me laugh. That's one of my greatest memories. My of hero. Time. It's my hero, and I'm proud to work with him. Um, shiny and new. Another great song. It's a great album. What can I say? This is what you call a makeout album, bro. Right. Find your your greatest gal or fella or fella. You want to be gay with me? No. This is an album to get monkeypox to. Fish out and COVID and blowed and, <laughs> and hives. That'd be funny. He's like, "Are you serious? I have all three of those." Like, I'm just kidding. It's full blown AIDS. <laughs> you don't have HIV. <laughs> Oh, 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 hell yeah, oh, Mayor. hell yeah. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Goldie approved. Mayor Hawthorne. Swag. With his 2017 debut, A Strange Arrangement. This is great, actually, because I feel like we're winding down on the mayor. It's a good and, uh, We still got to go to a chunk of China. Wow. You suck! You blew it! Man, you corny! I would be down. (laughs) I got a lot of time for for fan questions. For that uh, second shot to celebrate Jarv's joining. I shall poe up. And uh, I forgot. I I did say I had like these these fan contests I wanted to discuss. All right. Uh, But they're literally not like. What the hell is that? One of them. They're just things. How are you getting there? Things where we could use our fans' help. Maybe we won't do them all right now. One of them, one of them is the uh, 
make Jack Black hear bullshit contest. Right. Somebody bombard Jack Black. Like he's at the stage of his career. He's a big name and stuff, but he like he does the, the Thrasher videos and stuff. And I've seen him do a lot of people send us the Saxaboom clip from Fallon when he pulls out the little right. toy. And it's like, I bet he'd appreciate it if he knew that. So maybe he'd share it or tweet a fucking thing. I'm not going to do it. I went and saw. But if you're a fan out there and you can prove that you got Jack Black to hear our thing or even respond about it, like, cool song. He doesn't have to repost it. How are you going to get him to do that? I just would think it was cool. And everyone does this when they do like a an ode to guy right. or a piece like uh, prob did those lucy's and he did like a seth rogan one i think seth rogan saw it and retweeted it or something can we get jack black to hear bullshit let's get on no this. end date on this just do it just go do it that's the first one maybe we'll do another just one do next it. week that's I got homework more, for y'all more contest ideas i went and saw leon, <laughs> what you're gonna win i don't know leon Nothing? bridges uh this weekend right and little dragon opened both right. excellent. Little Dragon was great. Second contest. Get Little Dragon to hear Christmas in your bank. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, at the end of Leon Bridges' set, these dudes came up. Um, I, we were on the like the dance floor, the ground floor, which was really undersold, which was, to me, awesome. To Leon Bridges, probably not. Uh, but we had like plenty of room. Anyway, dude comes up halfway through his set, and I realize it's the keyboard player from Little Dragon. And it went through my mind to be like, uh, to tell him, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but I'm in a rap group and we remixed the song Place to Belong I would start time. like this. I know you've never heard this, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, needless to say, I refrained. Yeah. Fortunately, I refrained from, yeah, I get from that. such an encounter. Yeah, it's really tough to not interject I was yourself. Also, we're also in the middle of a crowd at a Leon. Like, Leon is playing a right. song. It's no time to be time like, and place. hey, have you heard my remix of your song? Huh? It's called Bingus. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? It's Bingus? It's so hard to not, because like, you have the instinct <laughs> to do it. Like, like, let's say one day I had the privilege of meeting Jordan Peele. I would be I would want to say like hey I'm a big fan of your work man you're a really funny guy and I love, I'm a horror nerd I just like Why a great is it job. Always and then I would want to after that I'd probably want to be like you know I got some uh, horror movie ideas I'd love right. to run one by you <laughs> fucking idiot. Why is it always um like nerdy uh pop culture um consumers like us are like uh, if we met someone well, we're a fan of. We don't believe in God, but we believe in Tony Soprano. That's why. But it's our. It's we have this like thing where if I ever met the guy, I I want to say something to him that no fan has ever said, or I want to. Not like, even that no fan has said. It's the thing that it's like. Please make my movie. Like I think you're gonna give a shit about me. That's that's the line I shouldn't cross. But with, there's this like idea that if I if I met the guy and told him like uh, told him I was a big fan of something that most people don't, you know, one of his deeper cuts, that yeah. that's gonna like mean something. To all of a sudden we're gonna be pals. He's gonna want my phone number or something. He doesn't care. He's not gonna give a shit. Insult him with just like, oh my god, I loved Keanu. Like, Dude, you know what I've done since then? Right. <laughs> um. Anywho, more fan uh, contest ideas next week. In the meantime. Bombard Jack Black with bullshit. Hit the inbox. Tag him in the fucking whatever post is already out there. He'd like it. He's a fun guy. I think so. It's his thing. I think so. It's him. Anyways. It's time for fan questions. All right, let's see how many we can actually get through this week. 
My girl is Brazilian. My girl, nice. my girl, my girl. We're already not listening. Has a big Brazilian booty. My girl. So she obviously speaks Portuguese, <laughs> and I had her listen to that song that turned to he didn't know what the hell that woman was saying. And Taco Tinch. For one, you got me. Uh, that woman's name is Gal Costa, my friend. Do you want to know what she says or not, dude? Yeah, I do. Jesus Christ. Please tell me. And for one, you got the uh, phrase completely wrong. I mean, I still can't pronounce it. Let me give it a shot. So you're saying it's not Taco Tinch. I figured it's not spelled T A C O T I N C H. Let me give it a shot here. Real quick. Look at what she texted me. She said it's. Content or, yeah, I'm not even going to try that. Yeah, Dude, why don't you have this ready now? when you called in? You blew, you, you blew it! Anyways, he goes on. It just means, are you happy? But it's an informal way of asking somebody if they are happy or not. Taco Tinch, you happy? So, uh, yeah. It's, uh... Yo quiero Taco Tinch? Um guy, as always, love ya. Damn, um, how did I not know that was um guy? I normally recognize his voice. You guys getting Brazilian touch? Dude, I did not. Did you change your voice, dude? Is that Lene Kakua? <laughs> All right. Um, Here, I'm looking it up, uh, her lyrics, which are in Portuguese, but I just want to see it, like, if, I can, if I can tell in the lyrics like what would be Taco Tinch. And I can't. <laughs> Moving on. Um... Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Oh yeah, I remember that uh, <laughs> you guys asked if I knew any Portuguese, and I regretted not saying because I know one line from a George Ben song, "Que uh, eu quero mice" means "What more could I want?" "Que eu quero mice." Next caller means "What more could I want?" I know what I want. I'm on the fast track. You dude. shut up, <laughs> Rosetta Stone. <laughs> hey guys, it's Timpani Coco guy here. All the regulars. Uh, that- Talks about your experience in Georgia. I think this is a week or two old is after the Platinum Elite. Thing. Right. Somebody just really hasn't me... heard our redemption story. Like, you know what? From Baltimore. Uh, Timpani Coco guy. He's really shooting his shot. He's trying to make this character thing. And now, I was yeah, like, just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but I, when he said it's Timpani Coco guy, I really wanted, I wish I had like a, like a drum roll. Like a, a timpani right. roll. You, you got to call a... from the same tunnel with your window <laughs> down every week. It doesn't work. Or if I could just manage to get a timpani stinger, well, this could work. Anyways, until then. Sucks about your experience in Georgia. It really does. Like You sound sarcastic. You guys were just there like our door. And they were just like, hey, how dare you be so flippant, man. And you guys were just like, I want my money. And they were like, get out. Like, that's crazy. I can't believe that actually happened to you guys. I don't. You're platinum. That's just. Crazy. I'm hearing the sarcasm in this motherfucker's right. voice. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> I do like that he referenced Whoopi Goldberg saying, "How dare you be so flippant, Von?" Just when I think he couldn't get any dumber, <laughs> he, goes he goes and, and references Whoopi like Goldberg. Right. Here's my question. Here it is. I'm sure you guys get asked a lot about who you'd like to collaborate with, but I'm sure no one really asks who Timpani Coco guy wants to collaborate with. No, and, no, uh, they don't. I'd say <laughs> first up is Um Guy, obviously. That's so weird that Um Guy just called. I didn't know that. It's not that weird. They're the I only know. two guys that call. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got two calls this week. Let me take a shot in the dark who it is. Right. 
How dare you be so flippant, man? <laughs> All right. Okay. I see where he's going here. Who does Timpani Coco guy want to collab? Obviously, there's so many reasons. He's so consistent. He's been calling forever. Like, I don't even remember a time before him. He makes a good point. Um, um, see, um guy's gosh, grandfathered in. Gosh mm-hmm. seems like the coolest person ever. Like, Great voice too. Oh, Good I could, job on the person I could part. really just talk to her for a while. Oh, oh, I spoke too soon. <laughs> what was all that person talk? I'm so hot in here. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's it's a problem. You know what? I can turn the AC up from my phone. Watch this. I only wore a crew neck, and I'm self conscious about taking it off. Yeah, first of all, why are you putting this on me when you showed up here with no undershirt and your sweater? I don't know. I do it a lot. Yeah, at home. Go home. <laughs> You're a goddamn kid. I'm self-conscious of taking it off, though, because I have this third nipple growing on my chest. Oh, it's all good. I got a third nipple growing on my arm. It's been growing for years. Whoa, it's actually a nipple. That's way more nipply. That's a nipple. I just have I a might, pimple might be cancer. on my chest. I might have to get that taken care of. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> just canceled my health insurance three days ago, so <laughs> got to save that money. Anyways. While not in a creepy way, but... Yeah, Wait, what was creepy? Are you, are you creeping yeah, I don't know. I tuned gosh? out minutes ago. Hold on. Great voice, too. Oh, I could I could really just talk to her for a while. You could really just talk. Not in a creepy way, but <laughs> get me, um, guy, gosh, in a circle. Maybe we could talk some stuff out. It could be good. Um, last one, Drew. I, I feel like he probably talking plays about? Is that in here? Camp. You know how I feel about Is it? Camp man. No, but we do have this, which might be nice. Found it. Yep. <laughs> Fixed it. The lug nut. Yep, uh, it's the lug nut. <laughs> Why is go. that in there? Dude, I can't believe I hit the right one. <laughs> Why I, is that in there? I don't know. I don't know, for that. For this moment. Like, sometimes I say yes. for destiny's sake, that's why. When I said during oh the jar God, call, I that said... was amazing. I said, I love the idea. That's a line also from Dirty Work. We should have that in here. And that that's, was my thought Fuck. exactly. How did I not pull that? I was going to say it, and I was like, dude, one thing at a time. We're talking to Jar. We don't have to talk wow. about how the I love the idea should be in the soundboard, but it really should be. Speaking of... Timothy Coco guy wants to collab with Arm Guy and Drew. What does that mean? I don't know, but it's interesting because we just had Drew on. Um guy just called in and I did not know that it was them. I'm gonna let her go. And let's check in with Gosh. It's the Palmer Squares. So the other day, I accidentally pulled a term. I went to Walmart fully intending to buy some lamps because I live in a basement. It's dark as fuck down here. I only have one window and that bitch doesn't open. So <laughs> I say, let's go to Walmart. Sounds like so you need a fan. I'm too. filling my cart up with shit. I get up to the fucking counter. And the lady behind the till is being trained by another lady. That lady who's training her leaves, fucks off to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. The trainee is scanning my shit. You know, everything's going normal. She comes out from behind the counter to scan this big fucking lamp thing that I got. It's like, it's like three shelves and a lamp on top. It's actually really fucking cool. So as she's scanning it, I realize, you know, like she's not looking at the scanner that is behind her. And she asks me, she's like, did that scan? And I look back at the scanner and it says $5. And I turn back to her, fully knowing that it was 75 or 79 fucking dollars. And I went, yep, it scanned because I'm telling the truth. In my head, I'm telling the truth. It I'm like, did yes, scan. That item did scan. 
So <laughs> I let her, you know, ring it out. I'm waiting. I'm waiting the entire time for her to fucking say something. I, you know, like, I'm expecting her to be like, oh, I rang it up wrong. My bad. But her, and she didn't see it. She didn't see it. But I knew it the entire fucking time. So <laughs> on my way out to the car, I told my boyfriend, I'm like, I'm like, I got to tell you something when we get to the car. <laughs> I was like so fucking happy. You have no idea. And that is the story of how I accidentally pulled the term. <coughs> I wish I could do it every fucking day. The you could. Term, terms made it a daily practice. You really could. Besides that. <laughs> and that's that thing. golden Goodbye, voice bitches. that Timothy Coco guy was talking about. Besides that. That right. was beautiful. Um, yeah, I accidentally pulled a term recently also. I have the, I bought new recharge. I didn't buy them. Stole them on accident. I bought... Uh, I said it again. I didn't buy them. <laughs> I was reaching for the weed. <laughs> Marijuana Ew. affects the memory. <laughs> Uh, so up. I had him in my hand, and the dude, this is dead. I'm putting that out. What? I got another joint right here. It's oh way cooler. God. Way cooler than yours. I could have ate that. <clears throat> Still can't. Um, but yeah, the cashier like instantly started like chopping it up, being super nice with Melina, and mm-hmm. then like, and I didn't even notice. Like, and I walked to the other side. Good tactic. And but it was completely accidental. And, and I noticed it like after the fact, like, oh, I'm on the already bagging side of the register, and I'm holding these these rechargeable batteries i just threw my bag you know she wasn't paying attention you know that was one time where i didn't actually go back i'll have two for nope idiot you guys are two regular dillingers let me tell you yeah (laughs) um but it does feel good especially there is something to the like the accidental one too it's like i wasn't even trying to steal but you know what i'll save that money dude right i wish i could have stolen more but i I got something no it's like uh why why is it supposed to be on you to be like hey you didn't charge me enough that's their fuck up yeah, yeah. let them deal I, with I it i understand that in the case of you went to the store they Gosh's scanned story. the thing and they asked you for this much and did you it gave scan it to them. it's like why are you even asking me that if you knew what you were doing you would know that like that's not my job to hey did it is it enough is the price right mm-hmm. it's like dude i'm just here to hand you you say the dollar amount i give you those dollars and i'm out of here right. that's how this works Anywho, we all know how shopping works. Here's another uh, question. Question for Ack. What was your favorite Goosebumps TV episode or Goosebumps book? Or a couple favorites. All right. Peace. Topical question. Uh, In my life, anyways. Uh, that's why I played this. I have a story, actually, because I would have never remembered anything about my favorite Goosebumps books or whatever. But um, I want to say... Four years ago, maybe longer, I wrote a verse. Um, basic, it's like, uh, remember a long million years ago, I did like that um, Mario Kart song, and it's just all references to yeah, like playing Mario Kart. Yeah. Beat I did a similar thing where I did all Goosebumps references, and I took anywhere book titles. And yeah, I think that's on an old mixtape, or it's definitely on like a, a fan uploaded YouTube thing. Someone referenced the 09 mixtape at the B- Baltimore show. Yeah. And I was looking. I don't think that's up. Or like I don't know where people find it if they do anymore. Yeah, like where does I don't that think it's on our bandcamp. We have the I think first that now this might still be up. Um, and then he was like, "I'll email it to you." I'm like, "I have it's it. Like, I made it. <laughs> I'm just looking if it's on the internet." Yeah, and I can't and I don't see it anywhere. I don't remember taking that off the internet. Which is funny because you're always kind of a stickler for getting the old stuff off before. It depends on the old stuff. It's the old videos usually. See, I'm looking at our bandcamp right now. It's on YouTube just as one long file. Yeah. We have we kept which the is first not that posted by us. Well, I guess that's where they listen to it. Anywho, it's old and gay, right? Much like myself. Um, but the goosebumps. <laughs> Anyways, fucking years ago, 2017, 2018, I wrote a verse, 
and uh, kind of forgot all about it. And I swear, like 10 days ago, Nate Kiz emailed me a reference that I must have recorded a few years ago, like showing him. It was on a Nate Kiz beat. Uh, so he, he just hit me up and he's like, Hey, found this. I didn't even remember I recorded a reference, but he's like, I, you ever think about finishing this? You ever think, uh, you know, and he's, he's, he's playing, he's playing me so right. Like he, he knows me and we work right. together. He's like, Hey, you know what? You're a Halloween guy. I'm not a Halloween guy. You know, that's another, you're into horror a movies Halloween and stuff. And, yeah, yes. he's, and he's like, you ever think about like finishing this? Maybe Halloween's upcoming. And I was just like, it's actually a pretty good idea. I listened to the draft and I was like, I Shit. love the idea. And then I, so you know, I walked the line where it's just, <laughs> we really got to get that. <laughs> I walked that line though. I'm just like, is this too old? And you know, it's, it's goosebumps books. Is it too novelty? But then again, it reminded me of the bars formula. Bars was this song that we didn't release. Right. And then years later in hindsight, we were like, I guess there's something to which should we finish it? It's kind of a novelty song. Often the shit. And then most... it was so well received. So I'm like, you know what? I'm skipping all that bullshit. And I'm like, yes, Nate. So that's like, that's actually like me early announcing. I'm going to finish this fucking Goosebumps thing. Yeah. I heard some lines I didn't like and rewrote them. So now I'm just going to like re-record and try and hustle together something to drop for Halloween time. And maybe I can make like a visual that has the, you know, the book. People will, it needs a visual. I know I went in on how like, you know, daily TikTok is an everyday thing. It's like to release this song without something where people can see. I'm just, I took all the book titles and fucking rhymed the names of them. That's, that's the song. So, uh, I'm looking forward to dropping Simple that. Simple formula. So in researching, I, I kind of went into goosebumps mode last week, like rewrite the lines I don't like. And, and I was like, just for inspiration's sake, I'll go They're on Netflix. I went back to the old, like I watched them when I was 10 or 12 or whatever, like the, the uh, little episodes they had on, on Fox or something. But uh, I watched a few of those thinking like sample <laughs> pulls and whatever. And the, the one with the haunted mask, the two-parter, I like legitimately still enjoyed that. And I remember like when I, I remember seeing the commercials yeah. for that. I remember like stay out of the basement. Like I, I remember a lot of these episodes. It was very nostalgic watching a handful of them. I, I was like, watched. I remembered seeing the, the trailer on TV saying this weekend, R.L. Stein's Goosebumps book is going to be a show. And I'm like, what? Like right. I was 10. I was just like, no, 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 no. What, what are they doing? The book is on TV now. This is amazing. I never watched Goosebumps. I never read them either. Uh, I mean, it's I was a little, little afraid of the dark fella. <laughs> oh, me too. For sure. I don't know why I wasn't a both fella. I didn't yeah. like reading. <laughs> I just think that I'm, like, it wasn't Amelia Bedelia. I wasn't interested. Nineties kids that did read the books or have any familiarity, like they'll they'll get it. Just like bars, it's the it's the novelty of like oh, gotta catch all the references. No, it's a little puzzle song. Little often puzzle song. what we're most uh, self conscious over, like this is stupid. That's is, how I felt. The Nate was like, no, it's most well received stuff that we put out. So that's why I try to like jump past my bullshit because I was feeling it. I was like, eh, I don't know if I wanna. I'm working on some other stuff. I'm focused on the new stuff. It's kind of childish. What are you talking about? Your whole life is childish. Look at your career, right. pussy. It's Record a shock the song. To Release me. it on Halloween. It's a shock that the <laughs> Nosh is not topping. It's a shocker on Shock Street. Goosebumps book title. What's up? Um, I don't know that. Anyways, yeah, the haunted mask. You could have said anything and said Goosebumps title. TV version. Like a lot of them, they're they're terrible. They're really dated and. Uh, I watched that one and I was just like, this kind of like the concept was eerie. It's like a Halloween mask that gets stuck to the kid's face. And now like the, and the Halloween, the mask they have in the show is like actually kind of scary looking for a kid's show. And like, I do kind they, of they got like better actors, episode. I think by that, like the kid who played Carly Beth was like a better when actress were, than the other, you know? Yeah. When you kids. were talking about the whole scene where she couldn't find episode. the end to the mask, yeah, yeah, that rings a super bell. I'm positive that I watched that. 
it's just like back in the day. Yeah, like that was creepy. Even watching it as an adult, I was she's like she's like take take the mask off, and she looks down her shirt collar, and she's like I I, I don't yeah. see the end. Like it's it, there's no separation which, between your skin and the mask. I was like this is creepy, which especially show. for a kid. I didn't watch Goosebumps, but. Just like a kid, you fucking check out things you even don't watch when they're on, yeah. flipping through channels, and that episode must have hooked me. Yeah. Or even though I didn't watch Goosebumps, I was like, well, I'm going to watch this episode, because it's good. Anyways, good question, and I just wanted, that gave me an opportunity to do an early promo on some shit that'll be out in a couple months, if uh, all goes as planned. But yeah, it's like, like, why? Why write that and not end up sharing it? You know what I mean? Why not let the people who would like that? And have read the Goosebumps books to hear that song, uh, so I will make that song. Yeah, it's our demo, and you can thank Nate Kids for it because, kids like, who grew up in the '90s. I needed the nudge. I didn't have any. I forgot about it completely. That's the best part. Completely forgot. Now it's going to be my next release. Doodly dee, doodly dee, doodly dee. <laughs> Drum breakdown. Orf, orf. You said best part. <laughs> you forgot about the dogs. I get those goosebumps every time. Uh, let's do couple questions remember when all those people died at the guy's concert i do because i was at like having the most fun weekend of my life that was crazy i was feeling very alive that weekend anything happening with that no travis is like i don't well i yeah there were settlements i'm pretty sure he paid some money but he's performing again i saw a clip recently of kevin durant and james harden like bucking out front row at the travis scott concert and i was like oh well all is well back to back to business um i don't think they're like settled well, I'm not saying it's supposed to like stop his career, but it is interesting. The gears of justice that did happen. move slowly. It has been less than a year. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. couldn't do comedy for at least a year. So what, where's the barometer right. of all these unwritten rules of how to, how to react to bullshit? One guy touched his prick a little bit. Other people died. Hey, it's some guy. Baby boy, smooches, smooches. Um, wait, 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 wait. Here, this um, says, guy's already called in, and I think he's drunk. We're gonna skip that one <laughs> and get the priorities. As of May this year, um, there have been four thousand nine hundred and thirty-two legal claims. Eleven from of, Astroworld. Yeah, against Astroworld. Well, Eleven amazing. of which are for death in relation to the stampede. 732 for physical injury with extensive medical treatment. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, there were deaths and like you forget hundreds of people. Like what happened? People broke bones. 1600 for physical injury with less extensive medical treatment and 2500 listed as other. Frick. Guy has 4900 lawsuits still out there against him. Well, against like his concert. Right. He didn't do it, I guess. Remember there was all the videos about like he's Satan, right? <laughs> there, were, <laughs> there was like some of them like they were convincing. You know, I was like, oh my god! I always love that. Like, uh, <laughs> I think he is conspiracy theorist, like distraction from the like. Wait, wait, wait! There's there's actually people dancing on top of an ambulance and not letting it take this dying uh, person McCollum to the hospital. An ambulance, but you're focusing on nice. You're focusing on. <laughs> You're focusing on that the guy performing is like the devil incarnate or something. Yeah. Uh, here is, oh my God, this is a long one, but it feels like Term's going to like it. I'm doing the quick preview. What's up, boys? Jesus. It's your friend, Benjamin Major from That's Right, Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm just talking about you. Leon Edwards, new stomping ground. Okay. Fucking champ. I was at the show. Uh, well, the fights. Not a fucking show. I guess it is. Oh, they show, put on a show. 
Holy shit. That was uh, the craziest shit to experience. Yeah. Let's take Hell our yeah, other shot person, while he talks. The loudest I've ever heard a crowd. I was blown away. I, I had I was betting on Leon once the fight was announced just because I like betting for underdogs. I like Leon Always. Edwards. I mean, it's the only fight way you make any money, too. Right. Went on. First round was sick. Had confidence. Rest of the fight. I was pretty bummed. Uh, Usman was doing what he was doing, mm-hmm. and then the rest mm-hmm. is history. Place mm-hmm. exploded. Fucking incredible. Uh, quick story before I have a question for you guys. Um, I'm just going to stop you. So far, you're doing a great job as a caller, especially for a term. It can be ultra criti- critical. You're taught. You're in his lane. Yep. If more people did this, we'd play it more often. Right. You're good. <laughs> segmented. You did the whole hook. And now you're moving into part two, and you got a question. Let's go. I train at uh, Ultimate Combat Training Center here in Salt Lake. Uh, I train Muay Thai there. And the Monday before the fight, I'm doing my class. Class is wrapping up. We're stretching. See a bunch of people walk in. Turn around. I'm like, okay. It looks like there's like a private class or something after our class. I don't know. That's weird. You know, I'm seeing this motherfucker get to meet. Land training in his camp. Big dudes walk in. And I see a camera crew. Then I lock eyes with, yeah, you guessed it, Leon <laughs> fucking Edward. Yeah, because he was in he was town. My gym. He, he was, was in Salt Lake City for like two weeks to acclimate. Yep. Uh, to the uh, altitude. Altitudes. They the team was utilizing the gym all week, I guess, or I guess for the two weeks he was out there, and yeah, I had to fucking get a picture with him. I was like, dude, this is insane. Hell Can't yeah, believe dude. it. Uh, and. At that moment, I knew he was going to win. He had to have, and he did. Wait a minute, but what about at that moment in the fourth round? What about at that moment? Fifth round. No, but before that. Yes. I'm just saying, like, after three Any rounds of Usman, what about round. at that moment? Right. Like, it had to have tested your confidence, but... What anywho. if Usman came into your gym? All right, I would have known at that moment that Usman's he was going to win. win. <laughs> Anyways, you're doing great. Here you go. Champ. <laughs> so sick. Anyways, uh, my question for you guys is, have you ever been to a UFC or MMA event uh, in person? And if not, uh, would you, could you have ever? Um, yeah, that's my question. They're, they're so much fucking fun. I've been to two. The first one was uh, Masvidal versus Covington in Vegas. Kind of a stinker. Still yeah. fucking cool. But, um, yeah, that Edwards and Usman was the most incredible thing i've ever experienced and uh yeah if you guys have never been you definitely should go anyways you guys are gay i'm gay my dog's gay um yeah term went to one <laughs> i haven't been to a ufc but we I, I know we talked about it like i brought it up earlier this year i looked at their whole schedule of where the rest of them are and, right. and looked at my schedule and i was like well that's not gonna work but it's like a next year hope will be uh, off the road and maybe they'll come to Chicago or I'm willing to travel. We have a good friend who went to Adesanya in Houston and we were in... Right. I was invited. Uh, but we had a show in we had a Denver show maybe. Or, or we, we were out of town. It was Denver. I think we may have strongly considered joining him if we weren't already booked. Absolutely. So it's something I'm trying to do for sure. I've become a, a bit of a fan in the last couple of years. But, I, went, uh, I went to uh, UFC 238. Yeah. Cejudo versus Marais. I believe that's the night uh, Cejudo became a two-division champ because that was for the vacant title. Um, and that was sick. That was uh, It was a good card. I was, like, way up in the nosebleeds. 
Tai Tuivasa lost, which was a bummer. Yeah, Term's a big Tui big guy. Big fan of Tui. And um, that was the, the uh, Ferguson versus Cowboy fight, which was like the most anticipated right. part of the night. Wasn't that over quick? And second round, I think it was going into the third round. Oh. Um, Cowboy had a broken nose and he blew his nose and his eye you like, were at that puffed one? up like a baseball. Yeah. What? And they, they totally stopped it. Best part of the night was Valentina Sevchenko versus Jessica I. I got to see Sevchenko kick Jessica I in the face. And knock her out cold, a la with Edward your eyes. Yeah. yeah, and that was like the one thing I was. I said to you, because uh, you're in the nosebleeds, you can't help but like watch the big giant screen most of the time. And to and me, you that's don't have just the luxury like, of hearing like the the energy of the commentators. You're in a huge room with thousands of people watching a giant screen with no commentating. Uh, it's kind of weird. So I'm trying to as much as I can focus on the actual ring, and I did like see Jessica I get kicked in the face like like her not on the screen it was fucking awesome it was really cool um yeah 2023 we'll see where they bring their weekly fights but they, a lot of times not a lot of times but like this year they had a couple in like ohio and places that we could just drive to you know what i'm saying yeah. let's go the next one that we're free and whether it's chicago or just reachable affordably that's definitely a bro trip because uh yeah we're all trying to do that uh here's another one <laughs> I would. I haven't like looked. You know what? You've mentioned. Me I, I don't really know. That was not a site I went to when I was younger. Um, it was just a, a website for filth. Yeah, it's like WTF Portland now. Um, yeah, and it was like it does not exist anymore. At least you know I'm looking. But at it, was that it. like e bombs world days or earlier? But like way dirtier with like, and there was every post had like a a symbol next to it that would tell you if it was like porn or funny, nice. not safe for work, safe for that. work. Um, some of it was just like, like uh, chaotic.com type shit, yeah. like just brutal I violence. I remember I used to go to E-Bombs World. There was a period of my life for like a couple months as a teenager where I, I went to that website like every day, like it was like a, like a, my mom goes to msnbc.com or something. Right. Like, no, that's the way I, <laughs> I would check that out every junction. day. Cause, cause again, it was like, there's porn clips. I'm like 14. You know, and then there was just, yeah, it was like World Star, you know, it was just a jumble. Right. Of Kids just don't crazy go to the fucking shit. Drudge Report. They go to Consumption yeah. Junction. Right. And watch some filth. It doesn't look I didn't like, do that one, though. Here you go. I think it actually exists. Now it's just like a tube porn site. Yeah. They've, they've evolved with the times. That's tight. Now it's just tube porn. Oh, uh, well, there you have it, Wayne. But it used to be just all. Remember, like, uh, Intensity? Yeah, yeah. That, I love that site, too. I used to do the same I, thing. I, I, that was I my drudge there. report yeah. when I was 21. But with the E, right? Yes. E Intensity. Um, yeah, and it was, just like, it was just like filth posts on the internet, like memes before they were called memes. Yeah. Funny shit that you would copy and, and save and send in an email. I just recently listened to a podcast where some comedians were talking about the origin of the word podcast, and it goes back like farther than you'd think. Like before right. Corolla and podcasts, like I uh, not, not that much farther, but maybe like the first five to eight 
it, like it was early 2000s, like before anyone ever released like, a quote podcast. It wasn't this. It wasn't defined by this. Yeah. Two guys talking. Um, the first podcast I downloaded was a jam band called Zen Rock Garden. It's kind of like... It's, and it was just a playlist. It almost sounds like... like uh, it reminds me of NFTs. And like you might hear about NFTs again in a different way. You know how it was like all the rage a year and a half Zen ago? And now it's kind of simmered off because they're figuring it out and there's probably a bunch of fucking cyber robberies. But you're going to hear it again. And like NFTs might be used in other way because musicians were releasing their music on NFTs. Artists were releasing right. like what you would call like a graphic it's not design just or a, a painting of a as monkey. an NFT. Exactly. So it's like, what's the end game of that? Because I don't know. It, it was just weird to think about. I didn't know what podcasting was until the late 2000s, like 2009, 2010 or something. Anyhow. Hey, Palmer Squares. It's Gabriel from Kentucky. And my question for the week is, if you guys had a chance or... Hmm, if MGK came to you and was like, I want to work with you guys. I want to work with you guys. Would you do it? Um, would you do that? Like a feature on a song. You tour with them. Shout out as fuck. I would do it. You suck his dick. I don't know. Whatever, but whatever he needs, man. Would you do it? Yep. And then if you did do it, how long do you think he would take for him to find out that you guys have been roasting him? Oh, what's worse to me is how hard we're going to get roasted when we do it. Like, that's... That's going to happen a lot more directly into my eyes and ears, I think. <laughs> For the past year, and honestly, some of the funniest shit you guys have ever done. So, yeah, that's good. it. Rude dude. You know what's funny? <laughs> when uh, Term was out of town like a while ago, months ago, I chopped together like three. We did like... It was the first time ever I could think that we did a like a continued bit for two or three times, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'll chunk those." And I released like the worst of MGK. That was so long ago. <laughs> like we could do three more of those now, right? Um, part two. Part but two. yeah, I have no spine, and I would, I would, I would, I would shake his hand. I'd be like, "Thank you for the opportunity." Yeah, that's how I'd probably react. And then I'd be like, you know, I got some pop punk music I'm working on, like me and Jordan Peele. Can you read my script? If it's to be on (laughs) featured on one of those pop punk songs, then no. Drug dealer girl. You wouldn't do drug dealer girl? Only if we could do a remix of Dancing Queen. (laughs) Yeah. And the double I jumped. Uh, No, I I wouldn't do that. But if it was like a a hip hop song. Oh, hip hop song all the way. I'm, I'm saying shake his hand and thank him for a pop punk song. Like, I would do anything except fake monkey pox, no, maybe, <laughs> to try and get some more notoriety. Um, But yeah, you know how there's like a thousand Tupac songs that have this other verse of yeah. some other like West Coast rapper guy who you've never heard of? And it's like, you've never heard of that guy. Yeah, but he's on like... He's on a bunch of Tupac songs. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows who those other guys are. So doing a song with MGK doesn't mean my bills are suddenly paid. But it is. It like, doesn't mean I'm calling my mom like we made it. Yeah. Quit your job. I like how he rephrased it too because he was like, uh, "If you guys had a," and he's like, "No, no, no. If MGK came to you, well, like that's the thing. It's like because I'd have a dozens or hundreds of other people that were on my wish list of who I'd love to work with. No offense, MGK, the rapper, MGK, a thousand. But it's just yeah, a million, <laughs> trillion, billion. How many people are there <laughs> on the in the world now? Times that by infinity, and that's. <laughs> Uh, yeah so the answer is yes <laughs> I'd probably do a rap song with MGK um, I, he's a good rapper I think mm-hmm. 
right? Like I would, uh, like if I had, a, if I could just do like wish list stuff, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I want to work with Fonte. He's like my favorite rapper. But there's other people who would very much compliment of rap verse that aren't like my favorite rapper that I should be happy to work with. Uh, MGK, his music nowadays, it sucks shit. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would say it stinks. But yeah, that's uh, putting it lightly. I'm also a fucking a spineless climber who would be like, I told you in my dream, I was unconscious. I wasn't even conscious for this thought. And unconsciously, I had a dream about MGK and Pete Davidson like getting in my face. And I was like, guys, it's okay. Fucking no, but I was pussy. only joking. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're burning through. Yo, do you think if you finger a monkey, is it, does it smell like a, like a regular people lady? I don't know. I doubt it's very far off, you know? Yeah, it's got to be in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the zoo recently. It's not a bad question. With my girl. But, and, like, uh, yeah, like, what? No, it smells like monkey pussy. Like, anyone knows what that smells like, so. Right. I went. To, we went to the Lincoln Park Zoo the other day, and... Uh, I fingered this monkey. The monkeys were particularly <laughs> depressing. They all <laughs> they all looked extremely sad, and I there, there was a moment... I, like, welled up. I was I made like eye contact through the glass with this silverback gorilla who was just like laying there eating some shit. Was and he eating shit? He just looked like if you if he could handle a gun, he'd blow his own head off. <laughs> Wouldn't even hesitate with his foot. And he's just like staring back pile. at me. And there's a uh, the zoo is crazy, you know. Uh, a lot of people have a problem with the zoo. My girl was even like, I don't know, I don't like zoos. They're just like. These slaves. Oh, here she goes. Well, we're here. Day. Well, we're here. That's well, what we're doing. <laughs> no, no. Well, they're there. You know, they're there. Exactly. That's but how you like, console her. Uh, if we don't go, it's not like they let the lion go back into the jungle. It's gonna be there. You know. So let's go check it out. Yeah. We're right here. They got polar bears now. Let's check those out. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's just crazy that like I'm looking this the gorilla in the eye. And Look into both of our gorilla eyes at the, at same, the same time. time. Hold on, hold and on, like, hold on. Come on, go chop. You Come on, we're come on. Two, three. Nope, nope, nope. Where is it? Then look into my eyes and say it. Look into both our eyes at the same time and say it. It's worth it. <laughs> go on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but like all human instinct for for so many thousands of years. Uh, is supposed to tell us when I'm in that moment, I'm making eye contact with a silverback gorilla or like the lion that like, I should be scared. I should be shitting my pants right now. I should be running that's called, or shitting my pants. It's called privilege. But it's I'm just like, like magic. It's no, called fantasy. I'm just smiling. Like, yeah, take a picture. You get to be happy and stare into the eyes and we, of we're a predator. conditioned. Yes. To stare into the eyes of the predator, the king of the jungle. And to just be like, Whoa, if this fence wasn't here, I'd be You've seen those videos paralyzed like a, with fear. There's like a three-year-old that's standing by the big glass of like a water and tiger the, or something, and, and like it'll jump, up, and then yeah. like the kid's just like, huh? Like it doesn't even have to be petrified because there's crazy. There's man-made glass there. It's really nuts. <laughs> anyway, I'm like sitting there. I crouch down, and I'm just for like minutes making eye contact with this gorilla, and it was like depressing. Anyway, the reason I brought it up was last time I went to the Lincoln Park Zoo, one of the monkeys in the exhibit was just spread eggs. <laughs> Just showing me it's pussy. Just me. When you I came up to it. kind of smelled like regular lady people pussy. I was flattered. Yeah. You could smell it through the plexiglass. No, but I assume, you know, um, we're descendants. Right. right. Not so primates. different. You and I 
And our pussies. And and not even like just primates. I bet other animals' pussies smell in the realm of human pussy. Cow yeah, pussy. Is pussy just pussy? Isn't it? Does it all have that kind of pussy smell? I don't I know. Bet. I don't want anyone to research and find out either. I just, right. I'm fine with not knowing. <laughs> How do I want <laughs> someone to give me the, like, have I the information? I enjoy the question, uninterested in the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Hey, thanks. Totally forgetting why I called. Oh, I was just listening to the newest episode. It's uh, pretty hilarious, man. I love the MGK impersonations you guys. I'm going back a couple of weeks to before where we had the guest on. That's yeah, when like the bullet jumped. And I'm really hoping um, it doesn't get old. Megan's like, oh my god. So like in the Seinfeld episode, where they're all using the voice. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I like. Doing a voice might, and that was what my dream was about. Like doing a voice, ending a relationship I might have had. Like it just, I just, I choose the voice. Oh, from their stomachs. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Because I find Classic. it so fucking cool that you guys are so up on Seinfeld. You know, I'm old school. That show ended when I graduated high school in '96. I didn't start watching until it was in syndication. Cherishy. I fucking love it. Still watch it all the time. My wife hates it, but uh, what? I hate your wife. It. <laughs> Me and as gay as I thought. Anyways, is going forward. I used to and buy I weed. You guys are going to be opening for Dirty Heads? If that's the case, that's fucking badass. There's that was uh, Everwild. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly call it opening for We dirty played heads. Friday. They played Saturday after we left. Two but, different you know, stages. Same bill. Pretty tight. We opened for it Dirty is. Heads. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Term to high-five nobody because I picked my phone up. That was, I forgot it's a... You thought the monkeys were sad. I forgot it's audio. <laughs> the monkeys would have seen you airfive yourself. Uh, anyway, I, I used to buy weed from this drug dealer girl, and uh, I don't know how it came up, but at one point she she mentioned how she hated Seinfeld because they're so mean, yeah. and I I just like I haven't bought weed from. Her oh, since. you want to see mean? Because I'm about to tear your head off, dude. <laughs> Get out. Uh, that's like that's you're missing the point. It's like what's <laughs> funny about this show is that they're jerks. They're all self centered. Uh, and me. This guy's voicemail reminded me. And they judge. She's like, I don't like that they judge people. What? Like, Find any sitcom where there's not judgment at some point about another character they introduce. It's just, it's plot line. Who is this dumb bitch? <laughs> like, who is it? How, how do you laugh? <laughs> uh, Nate Kiz texted me just out of the blue and it said, uh, it said, dude, I forgot to tell you. I, speaking of podcasts that are a few weeks old. Dude, I forgot to tell you, I cracked up so fucking hard at that weird old man toddler midget trying to suck your dick in the oh, bathroom. Yeah. And I read that like, what are you trying to say to me? But yeah, in Atlanta, that weird eight-year-old kid who's like, I'm not getting or nothing. You like you, guys? You into dudes? I was like, what? And then he said, um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, I literally replay that part of the podcast. I, I replayed that part of the podcast for my wife thinking she would enjoy it and she didn't even crack a smile. <laughs> that, that made me laugh my ass off. Yes, that's the relatable part. Yeah. Oh, you don't like Seinfeld? It's like, you'll like this. It's funny. And then they just sit there. It's like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't make me feel bad about what I know. I'm not just, I don't, it's not my opinion. I know this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I can't count the time, the, how many times I've like, uh, nerdily tried to show my girlfriend something I find funny yeah. and then midway through it like you know what I just realized though? It, it's all about balance because I don't know how many things my girlfriend's tried to show me on TikTok and I just sit there like Seinfeld and go like uh, right uh, uh. at least but when I show her something our humor she doesn't, doesn't line up every time right at least <laughs> all right at least I can be like you just don't know what's funny when she's doing it to you you could still say that <laughs> you just don't know what's funny 
Why are you showing me this? Hey, guys. Love the music. Got one of those uh, smudge label vinyls from Bishop Records. Just opened it up today. And I wanted to ask you guys, why the fuck would you sign the smudge label instead of the cover? To cover the smudge. See, now let me That's introduce cool. uh, what I would call Palmer Square's logic to you, sir. Yes. <laughs> are you wrong in your assumption in the asking of that question, assuming maybe it would be better to sign the cover? No. Good idea, dude. Were we wrong? <laughs> also, no. We signed over the smudge. No, yeah, in my head, it's. I think we were swayed too because uh, it, to to us or like the word was like defective, like they're damaged. They're not good enough to sell because they have a smudge. I was like, what if we Let's could be honest. do something to just kind of like over the. We could have said nothing exactly and sold them as is exactly, and probably four people would have bingo. <laughs> <laughs> now uh the interesting silver lining to this because no we signed the smudges and we were like we're brilliant there's less smudge now <laughs> and they're getting a signed item meanwhile we could have signed the covers i am too. a good man no great man. great man uh so what happened actually and this is true when we sent those back he sent them to us we signed the smudges Totally disregarded the covers. And then we sent them back to Bishop. It's and more the, work. The USPS did such a fucking literal bang-up job. Oh, yeah. We couldn't use any of the covers that we didn't sign because they were smashed up and we had to take the vinyls out. They were still good. And we had extra covers. So even if we did sign them, which we didn't because, again, you're right. Right. We, a little oversight on our part. He's not right, though. Um, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Yeah, eat shit. Shut up! You blew it! And one more... Okay. Um, but when we were in Baltimore this past weekend, we signed a bunch more of those smudged ones, not on the smudge on the cover. Buy another one, you motherfucker. <laughs> we're gonna make you buy another one. Yeah, you. Uh, it's like the opposite of snooze. You lose. <laughs> you got there early and you lost. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. I'm actually legit sorry about that because yeah, we should have put the signature on more covers in the initial sale. And uh, either way, it would have been for Bubkiss, because uh, <laughs> that's what a whoopee cushion sounds like being blown up. Yeah. Um, no, we couldn't use any of the covers after ship. That, that's that's why we signed them in Baltimore, to do more. A. We didn't want to ship anymore, because they always fuck them up somehow. We want to actually get like a you know a good product out there. Hey, look. It's signed. If we're this sorry. guy's going to be at one of the Platinum Elite shows. Sorry, we're not Travis Scott, dude. Just bring it out. Keep it in your car. We'll come out to the lot and sign it, dog. Listen, you, only you, because you called us on that, we owe you something. Right. Maybe we'll just send this guy. Uh, the, not the not the TBS reports one. Go to the Palmer Squares at Gmail and really be you. Don't just be somebody else saying that they're you, which everyone's going to do. Yeah, now. this is going to work. I'll send you one. I'll, send you, I'll get Bishop to send you another one. <laughs> don't fuck that. Just the sleeve. You don't get another record. There <laughs> you go. We're going to pack up a sleeve and that's it. And we're going to fold it in half. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we know how to take care of our fans. It's called service. Right. It's called caring. <laughs> up, volume up, not down. There we go. Ah. Uh, tried to make up for the lack of fan questions the last few weeks. Uh, we got some in there. How dare you be so flippant, man? Hell yeah. Man? Man? Sounds like Sammy Davis. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> stank face cipher. Wow, it's been five years, and I stand by my statement. This shit never gets old. What's I the statement? I stick by my story. Oh, I thought that was them replying to something, but it's that's the standalone statement. I guess five years ago, they said it would never get old. So I was thinking about Half-Baked recently. Uh, Boy! 
That's like one of my favorite parts is when he's trying to. He's on, Samson's on the phone, and then he's like, "Hold for call waiting." And then he's like, yeah. "Samson, it's Sheila. Mama <laughs> fell." <laughs> and he's like, "Shut up, bitch." <laughs> Mama fell. Oh, uh, what is this one? City Stars Cipher, which is I think our first rap upload ever. I'm still bumping no. this. A uh, video upload. Remember? Video upload. There was that video. Not a picture to bump in. This I one. don't think we, there was that video that was taken down by us, I believe. It's our it first was, video we uploaded that never got taken down. <laughs> it was to those uh, grime rapper or something. <sighs> Brutal. I wish I could hear it now. Just to, That would be a field day podcast. That's, right. We, you know? And we were like. That was back when we probably deleted it instead of making it private. Because it's not even. I know that's not even in our. You know, private. Do you? I don't think Go ahead, check it out Go ahead, check it I out I can't do it on my phone <laughs> Um It's funny though That like Half of what was behind that Was We like Didn't like British rappers And their delivery Yeah, now I love them And now I love it I yeah. really do You never fought You never fought You wasted me in a lounge <laughs> I can um, only reference One Skepta song From eight years ago That's it People don't forget <laughs> Um, well, you can't, like, sort in reverse order? What is this shit? What? YouTube, up your game. Look, I'm, I got a P and I'm trying to end, but now I have to click this thing, like, ten times. So, this is what the podcast is now. It's good. And I'm and it's going to get Gosh, there. good. And I will not find it. People I'm like I'm pretty it. confident. Whatever, prove me wrong. I'm trying. I'm trying to prove myself wrong. All right. Private videos. Fishbone live at Subterranean. Hell yeah, dude. Remember Remember that night? Keep that up there. That was a fun night. Uh, That night, Jeremy came back to my... We all stayed at my brother's. Illiteracy. Beautifully dangerous. Private. Woke up and puked on the carpet and then peed in the corner. That's him. Uh, Illiteracy. Don't forget. We privated that one. Don't forget who be the ultimate. Seth and Maddie be forever holding it down from January to December. Don't forget. Remember. And look, before too long, <laughs> we're back at the City Stars contest. So no, we deleted that old one for real. Go back past bumping, dude. That's it. I went from the beginning, the oh, very damn. first video. I told you. Well, dude. shit. I've Moving been on. proven wrong. Uh, the plot thickens. The Palmer Squares are like the reincarnation of... Okay, let me start over. The Palmer Squares are like the reincarnation to human four of two stray cats that got adopted by and lived in Red and Method Man's houses. I made it. Sounds like I forgot an M for the word form. Human form... Form of two stray cats that got adopted by and lived in... Yeah, it's just... Have you ever heard of grammar? A comma would be nice. Beat it up video. WTF is Man, Thomas. I think that would have made it much better. Somebody said, is Thomas Drew Mantia? No. What video? What are you talking Beat about? it up. You know, there's a little like narrative part where the boss yells at me and she's like, Thomas sold 10 thingies or whatever. Uh, and then a guy went like, hey, right. not Drew. So you're very no, wrong. You're so wrong. You know what? And it's the same guy who did the long-winded plot thickens quote. What are you doing? <sighs> Take up more of our time. <laughs> Acknowledge, forever my favorite rap group. Fucking love you guys. If y'all haven't checked out the podcast yet, y'all are sleeping. One, two, three, four, only five. Meet the Snells. What the boys been on lately, I'm curious. I'm telling you, dude. Goosebumps book title rap coming right. in October. That's what we're doing. Oh my God. I, I swear to God. It's been so fucking long. I didn't remember this. Junkyard Samurai first singles coming out mid-September. Before the Goosebumps thing. We're going to have a pre-save, pre-whatever fucking 
stream link up very soon um and if you've saw us in uh, baltimore or shows recently we've been performing it a little bit but yeah that's song. actually what we've been on lately uh, trying doozy. to get this song out and uh new junkyard samurai coming out in a few weeks maybe less and then uh, a goosebumps thingy for right. halloween time to and us real music after that it's a golden oldie but to y'all brand spanking it'll be a screwy newy you want a bluey oh my god dude oh i got a pee dude why do we start like, this now any more baltimore stories <laughs> <laughs> any more brain bushes? i was telling ak i went to the I'm, a, I'm so stupid i went to the wrong it's worth uh, it i'm glad i that i remembered this for our flight out i went to the wrong airlines and I'm like punching in my confirmation thing and nothing's coming up. Why is this up. fucking thing not fucking getting my fucking number? It's for a flight that's tomorrow. <laughs> um, and while I'm, I'm figuring it out, I watched this. Dude, this kid had to be like 14 years old. So I'm not much of a kid. Young man. This made me so much less mad at myself because I was so much more mad at the kid. Moosh more? Moosh? <laughs> yeah. Is that what I said? I Jim Jarmoosh. And, uh, Michael Moore? <laughs> dude, this kid was a teenager at least. I'm telling you. And his mom comes up and he goes... Hey baby, do you want a mask? And he goes, Yeah. I swear to God, he said like the fucking chick. Yeah, he's I doing wasn't the exaggerating voices. with her voice, and I'm not exaggerating with his kids. Yeah. And she's like, Do you want an N95 or a bluey? And he goes, A bluey. <laughs> <laughs> what a pussy. <laughs> Thing went a bluey on him. A bluey. <laughs> a like, bluey. You're a pussy already in the first place because you want a mask. You bluey. Um. And then the fact that she offered him a choice between the one type of mask that's like proven to be effective that does anything, <laughs> and the one that is proven to do absolutely nothing. You want useful or trash? <laughs> and he chooses the one that does nothing, and he calls it a bluey. Why would just say a blue one? <laughs> Fucking blue just one. Say no. It's <laughs> like a dare campaign. Wimp. Um, anyway. Bunk video. <laughs> 2022, still bumping this shit. The Tide video, <laughs> still on repeat. 2022. Never had nothing. Just discovered you guys. I feel lame as. Did we read this one last It's just week? like if you're raising a kid. Lame as F. Oh, why, that was the end of it. Why okay. do you want him to be a big giant pussy? You know? I don't think they're it's conscious. I think they don't realize that they're a big giant pussy, so they're just being themselves and raising their son. I don't know, man. And that's just like the trickle down economy of parenting, dude. You know? It's it made crazy. a lot of sense to me. Uh, Tide video again. This song is slept on by too many people. This shit's beautiful. Muff hugger. Jesus. Nine years ago already. Shit blows my mind. What like a muff hugger. And yeah, I think we're back to last week. What did I say to you? I was like... The kid doesn't have to be Steve McQueen, but he doesn't have to be a queen. <laughs> Worth repeating. Worth repeating. Um, yeah, so Platinum Elite Tour with the one and only Jarv. For the first fucking time on the West Coast, Jarv is coming out. And he's coming with the plumber's <laughs> If you miss these shows, you suck. Do, do, do. You suck shit. Bang. Um, that's, that's Portland. That's the Portland show. Before those. Bang, bang, don't bang. Forget, this Friday, Des Moines, Iowa, most importantly. And then second, most importantly, this Saturday, Omaha, Nebraska. Starting again with the third, most importantly, Seattle, September 30th at High Dive. These, these are going to be uh, the venues. You're going to learn the venue wave of announcement because I actually took those notes. Hell yeah. Seattle at High Dive on September 30th. Portland at Jack London Review. San Fran at Brick and Mortar. Music Hall or Music Lounge or something on October 3rd. We played Brick and Mortar once. It was a good time. It's right down the street uh, from the skate park. 
No more jobs tour, I think. Hell um, yeah. Me and Jar will be inward heel flipping fuck. before the show. I'll be fingerboarding. Oh, like yeah, and it's Sam Fran. I'm going to go find those cholos. Ooh. And I'm cracking skulls. Dude, that kick's going to land this time. Uh, again, Acumental on Instagram. I'm posting these uh, fingerboard should, clips this we week. We seriously going go down. to the, the burrito place I went to. Yeah, we're going to be rolling deep, though. And just Me, you, and Jar, let's go. I dare you. Hell yeah. I wish a motherfucker would. It's a good um, burrito. <laughs> San Fran, Rick and Mortar, and then Sacramento at the Starlet Room, October 4th. Santa Cruz at the Catalyst Atrium, October 5th. And Los Angeles at the Mint, October 8th. Uh, San Diego, Winston's Ocean Beach, October 11th. Still waiting on the link for that one, too. But um, Greeley, Moxie Theater, October 20th. That's Colorado. Colorado Springs at Oscar Blues. And uh, that's the 21st. And then Denver at Lost Lake again on October 22nd. Blop, 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 San Diego. Yeah. We got to have a uh, Ho Dad's meal in honor of Jaime. Oh, my God. I'm excited. For Say that. less. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's been a while regardless. I think the last time we went to San yeah. Diego, I don't know if we went to Ho Dad's, but we got to hit it up. Um, yeah, those are the shows, and there might be a couple more, like, you know, end-of-the-year type events. We'd love to try and book something in, a, like, a Chicago headliner, and if not before the end of this year, it's a early next year goal, so hometown, we didn't forget about you. Looking into it. Anywho, um, TPS Sports Podcast at Gmail, write in, please, and thank you. Oh, yeah, 708-797-3079, uh, call in, please, and thank you, go ahead. I was going to say, we didn't say the phone number enough, and I talked right over it. Someone at the Baltimore show said, we don't say the phone number enough. Maybe you just don't listen late enough. I think he probably bails like an hour into every show. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Oh, shit. I guess I'm going to have to get the early. It's been a while since we released some shit. So Patreon. We should get an early preview link up of the new Junkyard single in September. As well as when I make my Goosebumps thingy. I'll show you guys first. So, uh check it out uh merch palmersquares.com slash shop get and, your spooky uh, language shirts now uh, uh bumper Box. stickers all right what else we got um, we're gonna get more stuff for the tour by the way some of these running stimpies we're gonna put those back in stock and bring them west yeah some uh yeah the spookies the the boyish mind some fun stuff get a poster somebody buy a finna poster oh I'm we're also working on a, a dick it's been five years a guys, in a while. it's been five years new snapback hats on this tour so that's the goal i'm speaking a little out of turn as if but jarve wasn't enough incentive by a snapback cap or a beanie we got know. hats uh coming soon and then yeah uh the p.o box the palmer squares p.o box 47772 chicago illinois 60647 hit it up please send me stuff oh uh what is it x pro What's the fucking... What kind of fingerboards do we want now? Hold on. We want the the wide... Hold on. X-Pro... Somebody asked. X-Flip Pro. X-Flip Pro. Someone gifted me. I think it was at the Reggie show. A guy gave me a fingerboard Moon and it's runners. fucking awesome, dude. Somebody did gift you the best fingerboard of all time. I can't like you. I can't it has use my other ones the same anymore. Crazy Concave. So and then it's got, but it's not clear. any board in there. You want to get the wide ones with the the medium or the extra concave. Oh yeah, and the 34. clear grip packs. Um, uh, excuse me. Yeah, it's got this like clear rubbery grip. I remember I not said the to the guy when he gave grip. it to me, I said, "Oh, thank you." And I I thought it was just a board with no grip on it. And I said, "I'm gonna grip this up tomorrow," which was a lie. And then tomorrow came, and I looked at it, and it was gripped. It was see through. Never seen anything like it. It's literally. It's the best fingerboard ever. It's really great. So. Uh, 
Christmas gifts for the P.O. Box. If you're a super duper fan and you give a shit, we'll take any fingerboards. But there's a, there's a structure here. Bottom tier, tech deck. We don't want the store-bought shit. You know, next tier, right. we want the foam grip. We want the real wood. We're talking redemption. We're talking P-Rep, broken honest, knuckle. Any tech decks that are given, they go right in the trash. Um, but for real, whatever these, I, I think we were like researching at the airport. What is the good one? We think it might be that, but we don't want to waste our money to find out. So we'll let you do that. 47772 Chicago, Illinois, 60647. I'm just kidding. I keep a few tech decks just in case. I got them on the wall. I use them as decoration because I'm still about to fucking fingerboard Decoration. Decoration. Tech decoration. Um, Yeah, in case like the world explodes and there are no more fingerboards. Yeah. You got to start from square one. X Flip Pro, though. I don't care what's on it. Yeah, get us a couple of those. Shit. Yeah. All right. We did it, you guys. Platinum Elite, moving west. Get your tickets for the cities you can in Portland. We've seen you asking. We're sorry about that. It's out of our hands, but we're, we're working on it. We're being bothersome about it. Um, can't wait for this tour. Can't wait to bring <laughs> Jar of West for the first time and uh, have a fucking blast all the way to Skankfest, maybe even longer. Oh, this week, a little throwback to our fun times in Baltimore over the weekend. This is a new release from our pal Wax, as well as his tour mates on his tour he just started. Check them out. I think they're going west right now and all over the country. Uh, Wax, Mayday, and Bumpin' Uglies. Uh, new song, Cloud Nine. And check them out. A lot of fun. And fucking Brandon from Bumpin' Uglies was at the show. I was all drunk and yes, late. Him and Wax performed this song. I missed the performance, but I did get to dap him up at the bar a little bit. Apparently, he like performed across the street and just like put together that day like oh shit wax is here and just popped up rockstar shit oh my god i'm in town he's in town let's do this song rock stars uh, they're rock stars we're rock stars we just saw these guys and maybe you'll be seeing them soon on their tour so let's promote that with cloud nine smoochie gang playlist if you're listening to this you're not rock stars uh, did you say it? stay in the presidential fuck all right let's end <laughs> you're gay i'm gay <laughs> uh bazette <laughs> Uh, what's the ending thing? Smooches. Um, I think it's, uh, kill... Kill Bluey? Bluey. (laughs) (laughs) You better hurry up, we're flying away. We be taking off like every day. Burning up the diesel up in the sky. Up on cloud nine, we fly so high. It's too fantastic to fathom it When I get a moment like this I can't help but bask in it The highs come and go You got to feel it while it's happening Around the next corner We could crash into some tragic shit At life it's one crack at it If my math is accurate That's why I often come off as very passionate I get after it Ain't no second chance to do it Whether good or bad weather We gon' ride right through it Singing Hey now Do what you want You only get to live one time Hey now Get up, get up we're taking a trip to cloud nine And we're gonna lift up off the ground And we might never ever come down Hey now, get on the bus We're taking a trip to cloud nine I ain't had a job since 2015 But I worked every day trying to catch this dream An elusive motherfucker that's always trying to dodge me Got me drinking shitty coffee in a hotel lobby Early van call for a long damn haul Got an early load in at another dance hall But pride is the currency, passion's the employer Music's judge, jury, executioner, and lawyer Hey now, do what you want You only get to live one time Hey now, get up 
up We're taking a trip to cloud nine And we're gonna lift up off the ground And we might never ever come down Taking the trip to cloud nine We jump in the bus, speeding off, looking to fly round I'm looking down, it's kinda like the sky is your high ground I know that it might sound precocious, but pipe down Cause we've been in the clouds so long, my lungs are all white now Vibes good, drinks good, everything's amazing My rent's been paid, and I got some extra change And I just wanna get lit now, so don't you go hey. sit down We're surfing yeah. on big crowds and landing on the Hanging off the old back bumper for a couple of miles It's been for a while, and now it's finally time to get down, cause it's an endless summer every time we in town, though it's only for now, hope you like the way that it sounds I'm trying to buy my wings back from pips and thieves, who smoke my trees and stole the steeds, where hopes I leave cause I'm the type that came without no keys and paid no entrance fee but still be VIP, saying hey now, do what you want you only get to live one time Trip to cloud nine